Y'all heard it, man. We stay talking football. Just so y'all know. I had to get a little bit of that so y'all know we stay talking football, Always. man. Always, man. We do this sports stuff, man. But hey, just so y'all know where y'all at, man. You tune into another highly right, underrated right, sports podcast. Yeah, sir. We got my boy Miguel Levis in the building. <laughs> I deserve that. <laughs> What's up, everybody, man? Hey, man. Y'all tuned in to another week of that heat. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We got the boy Jay Holes Stroud in the building. Man, I hope I don't slide out the first round. You feel me? Yikes. Y'all know me, man. I'm Cordell, man. We got a lot. We got a lot going on for y'all with y'all today, man. We got a lot going on in the sports world. We got a lot we want to talk about this week. Uh, actually, been pretty excited to get on here since last week we did the draft, uh, mock drafts, and everything like that. But, man, before we get into it, man, let me go ahead and shout out the sponsor, man. What's popping popcorn, man? What's popping Vegas? I'm telling y'all, man, if y'all want to get y'all some good popcorn, you tired of getting the popcorn from the gas station, from the store, you want you some different stuff, man, tastes a little bit different, more flavors, things like that, man, I'm telling you, man, order you some popcorn from What's Popping Popcorn, man. They are based out of Las Vegas, but you can order online. Um, you can go online at whatspoppinvegas.com. All orders include shipping, so whatever you put in your cart, that price you get shipping is included in that. Uh, you good to go. They'll ship it to you. It will It will get to you to be just as fresh as it was as if you bought it uh, at the stand. If you went into the store and grabbed it, man. So make sure y'all get that What's Poppin' Popcorn. They got a range of flavors. You can go on the website, like I said, whatspoppinvegas.com. You can check them out on IG at What's Poppin', W-H-A-Z-P-O-P-P-I-N. And if you want to uh, call in, you, want, you don't really like using the computer, using your phone, you want to call in, you can call, <clears throat> excuse me, you can call in, uh, call Jin Jin, the owner of What's Poppin', 331-218-9304, again, that's 331-218-9304, and put your order right in, man. But man, moving on, let's get straight into it. We're going to go ahead and get y'all this, um, y'all know how we kick the show off, man, we kick it off with the uh, XFL recap. Now, as y'all know, the playoffs have begun. It's only two rounds. You got the semis and then the championship round. So um, we have the playoffs, man. There's some 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 up, upset going down, man. Man, crazy upset. I didn't expect it, but I understood it, man. That first game out of the South the South Division Championship, we had the Arlington Renegades versus the Houston Roughnecks. Arlington walked away with that one, twenty six to eleven, with Houston being the favorite. Arlington wasn't even a 500 team. And they beat Houston, man. That's crazy. Houston was one of the better teams in the league all season. They kind of fell apart in that back half, man. They kind of hurt them. But, yeah, that was crazy. And then uh, we had uh, the Seattle Sea Dragons versus the D.C. Defenders in the North Division Championship. Of course, D.C. took man, that one, 37-21. Hose Danucci don't really like that, man. But I'm going to pass it around to these boys, man, so you can get a recap. On the uh, first round of the playoffs for the XFL, man, I'm gonna keep it short and sweet, man. We, hey, I had the Roughnecks over the Renegades. That was a huge win for Arlington, man. Um, good luck in the next round, but you know, uh, on to the next DC. Handle business as usual. You know what I'm saying? They did what they need to do to get into that championship game. Man, I'm looking forward to next. Uh, what is it? Two weeks from now. Two weeks. Yeah, two Look, weeks. Looking forward to that championship game. Two weeks from now, man. Y'all definitely tune in. I mean, 
Let me start by, you know, giving my condolences to the Seattle Sea Dragons, you know. Um, they just caught a stray, man, you know. You got there, you know, and like the the Simpsons memes, at least you tried. My boy sounds so sad. I'm <laughs> defeated right now, man. My boy, listen. Oh, it's Danucci. Hate this But one. it wasn't for Danucci. Wasn't for Danucci. I watched that game Here from go. beginning to end. I ain't never seen that many drop passes in my life. My boy was like Tyrese. What more do you want from me? That entire first half with his receivers. But I mean, they copped the L. They got the ass. Well, belt to ass. You know what I'm saying? DC. Hey, Tayamu on the mission. We talked a lot of shit about him the first couple weeks. Facts. Yeah, and did. he been teed up since then. As far as for uh, the Houston Roughnecks and Arlington, it's hard to beat the team three times. Nonetheless, back to back, two weeks in a row. You know what I'm saying? You gave it your best effort last week, and they got to turn right back around and beat them again. Hey, I mean, I'm I'm interested to see how the championship game. Looks. I don't think it'll be close though. I think the way DC are playing, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. But we did talk about how Arlington does have a lot of NFL talent on us, so they might tee up for the championship. They got two weeks to prevail. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Big game Bob might show up, even though you know he yeah. he didn't have too many big games at Oklahoma. But I digress. Nah. <laughs> You know, anything can happen, bro. Any given, uh, any given Sunday or Saturday, however you want to look at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but man, that's what's up, man. I, I'm I'm kind of salty that the XFL season is coming to an end. Um, I've really been enjoying the XFL this year, man. I feel like this is hands down the next best thing to the NFL. This season was crazy. I'm gonna be honest with you, man, but. We also got another football league out, man. We got the USFL that's back there in week three. Well, week four now. Mm-hmm. But we're going to give y'all the week three recap um, from last weekend, man. You had the New Orleans Breakers versus the Birmingham Stallions, the defending champs. Um, or New Orleans took that one 45-31. New Orleans is now 3-0. and uh, Birmingham's 2-1. and uh, You had the Memphis Showboys versus the Houston Gamblers. Houston took that one 30-26. Memphis has yet to win a game. Uh, you got the Pittsburgh Marlins versus the Philadelphia Stars. Stars. Pittsburgh took that one 21-13. Then you have the New Orleans Generals versus the Michigan Panthers. New Jersey. And then, uh, my fault, New Jersey Generals versus the Michigan Panthers. New Jersey took that one 28-13. Um, throw that around to the fellas, man, if they see if they, you know, call some of these games, man, what they thought about this uh, week three, man. Quick re- th- week three recap of the USFL. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't able to see much, you know what I'm saying? And plus, there's too much going on right now. XFL is lit. NFL is lit. NBA playoffs is lit. I'm Fact. sorry, USFL. I'm going to have to catch y'all after the championship game. to get to the back of yeah, the bus, boy, especially. for real. And then I had a yeah, heavy workload, man. But I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing this New Orleans team, 3-0. and I want to see what they talking about. Definitely want to see what they talking about. But I'm gonna pass the holes, man. I look forward to tuning in to y'all when you know when everything kind of digresses. <laughs> yeah, I saw New Orleans the first two weeks. I like them; they decent. You know what I'm saying? You got any notable players? I don't remember them by name because just like you, I've been focused on the XFL. Gotcha. Yeah, fact. But yeah. this week we have no XFL because they're preparing for the championship game. So I'm be locked in. I'm gonna be strapped in this week. Okay. And then the following week, now the XFL is about to be out the way. I can give them a little bit of my attention, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They Lately, they have been a side chick. The USFL has been my side chick because, listen, man, the quarterback play just ain't been that good for me. I agree. You know what I'm saying? It's been mid at best. I agree. But I do – I like skilled players. I like the defense. 
it's been some solid contributors, you know what I'm saying? Being able to watch uh, Ruben Foster kill for Pittsburgh and a few other guys, man. I personally got, got a kid who, who plays for the Michigan Panthers. So, you know, that's my interest level right now until I sit gotcha. and I'm able to fully digest it. Gotcha. But it's a noticeable difference, though. Okay. When yeah. you watch the games. I watched the Pittsburgh game, the Pittsburgh versus Philly. Um, watched the second half of Memphis versus Houston Gambler. Memphis got a very interesting skill set, but is once again quarterback play. Quarterback play determines if you're going to win mm-hmm. in football. I think a lot of people fail to realize. I don't care what level you're playing at. If you ain't got a quarterback, that f- that 50-50 goes down to probably 30%. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's very interesting. So. Agreed, agreed. Like the fellas, man, I will I will be honest. I've been kind of disregarding the USFL to an extent. I've been watching it like when it's on, I'll watch it. But I don't I'm not really hyped looking forward to the games like I like with the XFL. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for the XFL and I feel like with the week with the XFL taking a week off before the championship, I as well can actually sit down and really tap in to the USFL. And get them that that field to just do because last season me and Holes was tuned in Locked to the USFL. In. It was lit. Was no distractions. Though. It was no distractions. Yeah. Facts. So yeah, I feel like uh, this weekend I'm gonna really uh, sit. I did watch the uh, New Jersey game, and I watched the uh, I want to say New Orleans game. I watched like two two or three games, um, but I can't. I can honestly say I was not that. Impressed because, like Ho said, man, the quarterback play is so yeah. man. I'm talking about fourth quarter. It's like thirteen to seventeen, bro. Like or some or even worse. It was like I think one game was like nine to thirteen or nine to seventeen, and it's the fourth quarter. Supposed to be two of the best teams. I'm looking at like man, what's up? You know what I'm saying? So we'll see. It's still early in the season. You know, people sure. got to get right. You know, get back on that. You know, get back on the um. Get back used to things, get in the swing of things, get back to playing in a week and stuff like that. So, this weekend, I'm excited to check it out and, uh, you know, see what they got to offer. Man. I'll tell you what's going to be interesting. Like, I'm already seeing some of the XFL guys signing with NFL teams for, you know, for rookie mini camp. Yeah, for, for sure. For training camp and stuff. What if some of those guys go over to the USFL? That'll be dope. Because I mean, play out and kind of play another season. Yeah. That'll be dope. Because at the end of the day, man, a bag is a bag. Oh, no doubt. You know what I'm saying? Every day you getting paid to, to play a, a child's game, Something that's a you bonus. Love to do, you feel man. Me? That's a blessing at the end of so the day. So I'm going to be interested. Even though I don't think a lot of them will, I'm, I'm just interested to see how the rest of this season plays out for the USFL because I can see. Uh, the, the collaboration yeah. emerge. That was dope when we talked about that. We're being bought out. Yeah, I can see. You know them. what I'm saying? Because right now, quarterback play is terrible. Let's just call it spade to spade. The lack of fans. It's not interesting. Mm-hmm. One thing about XFL, even the Guardians, when they was getting their ass whooped, stands was teed up. Yeah, for sure. So you know that fan base, that shit matters, bro. It definitely matters. I ain't gonna lie. It's, the aesthetics matter. Yeah, me and Holes talked about that uh, through. With the text early this week, man, about the merge, and I thought that that was would be a great a great idea, you know, and it just looked like the B League right now, man. Just yeah. to the XFL, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. If you merge both of them people, you know, weave out some of the trash players, man, and get everybody in one, you know, what I'm saying, and make this XFL even more competitive. It'd be dope. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I think 
Is it a place for the USFL? Yeah, because I want everybody to get bread. But then it's like, is it sustainable? You know what I'm saying? Well, if they do it like we said they do it, you enhance you 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 enhance it by a couple teams. You add a, more, a couple more cities to it. Yeah, we talked about enhance it. the players. You enhance the schedule. You enhance. You know what I'm saying? It just makes everything better. If playoff format absorbs them. Yeah, you you have you uh expand from eight teams to ten to twelve. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a good It'll deal. Be dope. It'll more be spots, dope. more more people can feed their family. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because XFL got a great deal. Like I, I what I about the buddies that can't make them teams though? Naturally, it's gonna be some guys that make it. Yeah. Now everybody. Yeah, not make everybody it. ain't though. A lot, majority of the league ain't gonna make it. But well, you, if you add more teams, then I, I mean I kind of get it. But but you know what happens? Now some of them got to go to the CFL. That makes them better. The yeah, CFL we said we kinda. said enhanced it. Enhance it from eight to ten. Enhanced the. I week say you from, add more. Enhanced, I twelve. Well, yeah. If that's if you can if if you you know I'm taking baby steps. If you want to enhance it like that, then get busy. Well, not that. Yeah, I'm just saying, if you can enhance yeah. it and get busy, get 12 teams and enhance the weeks, man, make that yeah. pl- playoff format a little bit more better and more structured, man, more, you know, entertaining for us. Now, right now, we missing out on a lot, you know, man. It, it hurt me not to see, sure. see uh, St. Uh, St. Louis in this thing, bro. It was That was tough. I mean, I, I told y'all a couple weeks ago. That, that was tough. Wrong. Arlington won, so, you know, it kind of writes that wrong, kind of, sort of. But at the end of the day, St. Louis been balling, and yeah, that I was, think we all yeah. needed to see the top four. Yeah, that was tough. You know what I'm saying? I think that yeah. would have been interesting. I think they should have put more teams in that joint, regardless, man. Like, well, it's only eight. It's only I so understand that. So then two don't make it, or you, or at least do like a little play in or something like you, that. You like, did six. The top two seeds get by. Yeah, that's you what I'm it. saying. You, you could do. Up. You had to. I feel like you do something else besides what you did. But hey, it's all a. You know, it's an experiment right now. You know, we just seeing. We well, seeing how. We talk about building the plane while we. Yeah, fly. for sure. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm pretty sure next next season will be will be different. I'm sure, sure next season they're gonna do something different because if we don't know nothing else about the Rock. He's a perfectionist. Yeah. Cause yeah. I'm sure them them St. Louis fans, man, them that was, they had one of the best fan bases. Them in DC, man, that shit. I'm knowing San Antonio that, too. Facts. I'm and I'm knowing they 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 like damn, like you know what I mean. The fans, but the owners as well. Like damn, we kind of missed out on that one. We kind of fumbled that one. But dropped the ball. It's a learning experience. Yeah, it's all learning. You know, it's a lesson. So I, I figure that's what that's what make me even more excited about the XFL because it's already lit. Yeah, you know they go just continue. It's gonna be like a continuous improvement league, right? That's why how I look at it like a continuous improvement league. They're gonna get better every year. I feel like, and I feel like the t- not not only the league itself but the talent as well. So I think the NFL knows that too, though. Yeah, That's, yeah. Like think about yeah. it. It's not even a week. Yeah, we've seen close to ten players sign. Yeah, bro. That's what, you know what I'm saying, bro. So, man, don't be don't be surprised if they do just the, the league just really get behind them and they add about four or five more teams. Well, you know, it got to be an even number, but just to do on some farm system type stuff, like okay, cool, we going that, that would be dope to me. Okay, cool. You let's say you draft somebody in the sixth round of the, of the draft, right? Mm-hmm. But you know he ain't ready, like like a Hendon Hooker. You don't have no intentions on playing him this season, so why don't you send him to the XFL? Let him go and get right for this one season, like how they do with the, in the NBA. But type remember deal. when we was younger? I don't know if y'all watched it. Or not. Yeah, I, I did. NFL I Europe. Did. Yeah, I did. I used to love NFL. Yeah, Europe. I did. One, it gave me something to watch once yeah. the NFL season was over with, mm-hmm. and it just show you those those guys who you didn't know their names. You watched them for like six to eight weeks. Now it makes for a long year if you go to a developmental league because you got to play that the whole season. And then by the time you blink, you in training camp. 
That's a long If anybody's been in any type of training camp Even college That shit is grueling You know what I'm saying And it is more mental Than physical You know what I'm saying You're going to have your days Where the day kicking your ass But When you're a football player You learn how to like Gut through that shit You know You fake it till you make it But just imagine having to do that shit For almost Nine months out of the year Straight Just imagine working 12 months Throughout the year <laughs> <laughs> them hey, folks, you, them right, folks, them right, folks getting paid to do what they love to do. True. So I mean, hey, you got to suck you that right. up. But you right, time, bro. I, I can't, I can't blink. disagree with that. And you unemployed? I get it. I get you know what I'm saying? You I sneeze wrong in the wrong meeting, you I might get be unemployed. You know what I'm saying? I get it. So you know, high risk, high reward. So I agree with you one thousand percent. It's definitely different being a, a, a quote unquote regular person. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure, man. But let's move on, man. Let's get up into let's get into this uh, NFL draft, man. I'm excited about this, man. Yeah, man. We're gonna go ahead, man. We gonna let's, let's let's talk some talk, man. We got a, a bunch of different uh, topics, bunch of different subtopics. Things like that we kind of want to discuss with this uh, regarding the NFL draft that happened uh, this past week. Um, the first thing I want to do, man, is just uh, just a general draft recap, like uh, from the fellas, because I think we all agree before the draft that this was one of the most unpredictable drafts. For that sure. it was, and um, we did our mock drafts, and hey, we was talking before the show. Our mock drafts were pretty much just as accurate as all of the quote-unquote experts that y'all see on these ESPNs and Fox Sports Networks because we keep telling y'all, man, we experts too. But if you – hey, y'all y'all heard our picks, so we can send y'all a lot of drafts. Y'all can compare them yourselves and see we're not capping. Mm-hmm. Our accuracy is just – we were just as accurate as them. I don't think nobody was that accurate. If but, not better. But from a position mm-hmm. standpoint, we was definitely sure. on point. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, man, we we did. I feel like we did pretty well as a group and individually. So um, this draft, in my opinion, was very, very, very interesting. Um, it was a lot of players. There were a lot of players going places that I didn't expect, uh, which happens every draft. But this so was this draft was more so weirder than any. Other. It was. It was. I'll say this. It wasn't weird. It was unique. And uh, I, I rocked with it. This was this was probably the first draft where I watched pretty much all the way until the end, like the seventh round end. Like mm-hmm. I usually date the last day that Saturday. I usually just turn on ESPN and read the bottom of the you know read the ticker and see what's going on. But now I was really locked in uh, because it was still players out there that I knew about. I knew about a lot more players this draft. Then I usually take the time to know about any in any other draft because I, I feel like yeah from a name standpoint maybe you don't if you're not a if you're just a casual fan maybe you won't know a lot of players outside the first round but I feel like if you're a football fan you're a college football fan then you knew pretty much this whole draft a whole lot of names from top to bottom man yeah this draft was loaded man. you know what I mean so I kind of want to you know start it off with the with the with the group man. Just a just just first we're gonna just do a general draft recap for y'all. What was the draft for y'all, man? Like what how you know, watching sitting at home. I know we was we was talk chopping it up pretty much all day, the first day, day one, Thursday. Um what 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 did this draft do for y'all, man? What's some of y'all thoughts and experiences from this draft? Like I pretty much told y'all Thursday when we was prepping like we finna get our name called we was so excited for it i know all of us was it was just unpredictable it was just unpredictable i think the, i think the name should be the name of this draft like everybody you just didn't know and i know us being 
true fans of the sport, man, like like I was telling y'all, like, man, I used to be able in the previous years, I at least can give you the top ten picks off the rip. You know what I'm saying? This, everywhere. This was everywhere, man. So it just kept you, it kept you on the edge of your seat. It was exciting. It was just, it was all around good drought. I think a lot of teams got a lot better, man. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 I look forward to seeing what these young boys do this year, man. Man, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I love it because if you look at like the trend of this draft, it went towards like just the trend of football. Like the trend of football is going away from the bigger, bulky guys more to the slimmer guy who can run and do their thing. So when you think about it, and this is just a draft of history. Most trades in the NFL draft, mm-hmm. 43. No Least amount of linebackers drafted, 25. Mm. Most cornerbacks drafted in any, in, of any position, 36. You know what I'm saying? I think that just shows you where football is going. Like, you have to have guys who, cover, mm-hmm. guys who can run and cover, guys who can do those things. Mm-hmm. You, so now you're seeing a lot more reaches in certain places, reaches with receivers, reaches with DBs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you look at the whole draft, the two positions that was loaded the most outside of the front front guys, offensive line, defensive line, cornerbacks, running backs. Thanks. So now you got a bunch of them left over, a bunch of them getting drafted in fifth, sixth, seventh round. Mm-hmm. A bunch of them undrafted free agents, guys who probably would have been four, fifth round draft picks in years prior. Now undrafted free agent get to pick where they want to go. So I think that's a great thing. I so. think a lot of people did, before I let Cordell go, I think a lot of people did they really focused on needs instead of wants. One thousand percent. Finally, because you we see so many yeah. people reaching and just yeah. This wasn't know. best available. It was yeah. what I need. What unless, our team needs. Yeah. Unless unless what was we, available it was it's just too well, can't miss. Yeah, yeah. you can't yeah. miss it. But other than that, that's just how I viewed it, man. And I feel like that says a lot about the talent. Yeah, that was actually in the draft, especially with the undrafted guys. Yeah. Which is a whole nother story, man. I wanna I wanna get into that, but I wanna get I wanna spend some real time on those undrafted guys because I know we got a lot of y'all highly integrated sports fans that are undrafted guys mm-hmm. that just got signed. And we doing our best to uh you know, shout y'all out and uh it's a lot of y'all. It's a lot of y'all. My D three, D two in there, I guess a lot of y'all. So please be patient with us, man. We're gonna try to get all of y'all, y'all uh you know, y'all post and, you know, everything like that, man. We're going to try to get y'all, all y'all y'all just do because we are very, very proud of y'all, man. But that just goes to show you the talent that was actually in this draft, man, to where teams actually had to sit down. They had the luxury. I feel like as a GM, as a coach and all that, you had the luxury to sit down and really, like Miguel said, figure out what you need mm-hmm. and not what look good, the shiny Piece the the big name and all that that's Cold going three. yeah Things bro like nature, yeah. no yeah. they really had to they really it was enough talent like Jose it was fully loaded on obviously linemen on both sides then you got corners running back all things that people need and then and then even with the quarterbacks like the quarterbacks that were in a, every team that needed a quarterback addressed that need within sure. this draft even teams that didn't need a quarterback needed one for the future yeah. like the Detroit Lions addressed that need. Through this draft, man. So, to me, it was very, very, very exciting. It was extremely, extremely interesting because I, I always wanted, I always said, after I was done playing football, I wanted to be a GM. And so, just watching this draft and watching how teams were drafted and picks they were making, it was extremely interesting to me to see how GMs and coaches were coming together, trying to actually put together a team, trying to fill in 
uh, missing pieces, but not only filling in missing pieces, trying to adapt to the new way of playing football, which is, mm-hmm. hey, throwing that thing 40, 40, 50 times a game, being able to stop that, um, being able to put the pieces out there that can run out, you know, get you certain routes. Like, man, like, man, when, when I seen players getting drafted just for a certain – certain scheme like not even the full game plan just yep. you you can fit this dude in this one scheme and you know that because this is what they like to do drafting guys early for special teams yep. that stuff matters bro guys were getting drafted in the third round that's coming in just to play special teams because that shit matters because it all matters bro like man i'm telling you this draft this is the hands down the most the, the draft that i was locked in the most yeah and this is the most impressive draft in my opinion I feel like we'll see a lot of guys really make a name for themselves, drafted and undrafted in this draft because don't sleep. I'm telling y'all, for all the casual fans or people who don't who don't really pay attention to the undraft the undrafted free agents and all of that that get signed, I'm telling y'all, there's some beasts out there, bro, that I can't pick up. And Trust I think, me. And I think a lot of Trust people understand. Just because honestly, you would probably rather be undrafted. Than drafted in the sixth or seventh round. That's a fact. Because at least you get to pick where you go. That's a fact. And that gives you an advantage based on scheme, mm-hmm. coaching staff, yep. who you might Play know, who odds. might know you. It puts you in a better position. And honestly, if you look at some of these undrafted free agent deals, it's better money than them six and seven round drafts. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like it's some fully guaranteed deals. Fact. Them priority deals. Bruh, for some of these undrafted free agents. If I'm a guarantee your quarter million dollar uh, salary, Oh, come on. That means you really want him. You just, you know, maybe somebody in the room, maybe I didn't get enough votes in the room mm-hmm. to be a six-round draft pick, a seven-round draft pick. Mm-hmm. But you're still giving me that money as if I was one. Yeah. So sometimes you got to realize it's not always about the optics. Cool, yep. you didn't get drafted. But are you getting treated as if you was wanted? Mm-hmm. And and that's and to go along with what bro saying, let's not forget this. And that now we was – we. We had we we gave y'all a little bit of insight on it in one of our past episodes. Now seeing what that has done within this undrafted free agent market, bro, that HBCU combine worked wonders. It There's is. so many HBCU guys mm-hmm. that got signed, that got invited to mini camps mm-hmm. and all of that from that draft. Man, it's ridiculous. I'm telling you, it's like, man, I'm telling you, it's so many HBCU guys that are that have signed deals that are going to mini camps and all that right now. Because now from that combine. you have data. Like whatever that scout is in that room that says, Hey, we need to sign X, Y, and Z from Alabama A and M. Now I got a forty. Mm-hmm. I got a bench. Mm-hmm. I got a three cone. Mm-hmm. That I can validate my decision. It ain't just me watching tape and me sticking my neck out on the line. We got the measurables now. Mm. Now, don't get me wrong. I know it's been popular discussion. There should have been more drafted. And I agree. It's at least two of them. No, it definitely should have been more. In my head that I felt should have been drafted. drafted. Yeah, right. for sure. To me, drafted, Isaiah yes. Land definitely should have been drafted. Yeah, right? I agree. To me. Now, you know what I'm saying? Aubrey, that was going to be tough because he's an old school linebacker. Mm-hmm. He's a downhill thumper. As we see, more DBs was drafted this year that don't equate. Shout out my boy Raymond Boone. For sure. You know he didn't get drafted, but he got signed on a free agent deal. But it's better to, be able to pick the place you go to. Mm-hmm. Because now you can be like, oh, better be yourself, kind of. Yeah, because now it's like, oh, well, they run a nickel. Like if I'm Aubrey Miller, oh, they run a lot of nickel. That ain't my game. Mm-hmm. 
But if they run a lot of base fronts, about a lot of four three fronts, three four front, I'll oh, count me in. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? Now you get to pick and choose where you can be successful at. And at the end of the day, this shit all about opportunity. Mm-hmm. If somebody gonna give you opportunity to just show what you do, that's all you can ask for, bro. Facts. So many more are getting that opportunity, mm-hmm. man. It's ridiculous. I love it. I love it for sure, man. So, but yeah. Uh, can I throw one more thing? Oh, for sure. Go ahead. Listen, the aesthetics of that draft room was absolutely beautiful. Like that shit was super old school. Great guys, great Gatsby. It was a vibe up in there. Mm-hmm. Like that amphitheater they used was absolutely beautiful. Yeah, and I know to some people they like, bro, what they got to do with football. I'm big on optics. Mm-hmm. Now, substance matters more to me than anything, but at the same time, NFL is a business. I don't think they've ever actually held a draft somewhere that looked as good as that. And everybody was dressed to the nines. Them young boys put that shit on. Yeah, they did. You know what I'm saying? And I'm a guy who like to put that shit on. Yeah, facts. You know what I'm saying? I ain't never seen so many big ass changes in my Shout life. Shout out Jalen Carter for the best suit of the night. Oh, Look at Hoes. Hoes hated his suit. Hoes hated his suit. He like a deacon. <laughs> exactly. No, to me, my boy Christian Gonzalez had the best. That was fire with the Colombian flag on the inside. That was fire. You know what I'm saying? Are we doing that right now? Y'all trying to do the best suits right now? Who you Who you I ain't hands down. Them Ohio State boys showed out. We we do that though. That boy Paris Johnson had that. He had that. Paris Johnson joint was heat for sure. Do that for a big fella. He had that shit on. We do that. I like and I like the subtle flex from my boy CJ Stroud. JSC and Chain was stupid. I don't remember what. I don't remember what Stroud had. It was like it was like. It was like a nice navy blue, white yeah. undershirt, blue tie with like the you knew where he was little going. flower print on the sleeve. Yeah. Like you knew where he was going already, had Thanks. the navy blue on. Okay. I just don't like your boy like Tyree Wilson, man. Cut it out. Fire, boy. Now, hey, Cordell can attest. Did I, did I not wear pants just like that to Corey Wedding? Or, yeah, the, or, with, or, with or, the flowers, listen, you and J. Or or Jordan Addison, y'all need to cut it out. I can't think he kind of took a took a page out of Sauce book with the he went so Sauce had the powder blue. A little bit. Yeah, he went yeah, pink. Yeah. Powder pink. See, you just, you an old guy. I can't you know do it, man. I'm a You're subtle. You're southern I'm, guy. You know what I'm saying? I like you gonna it. You're going to be in a basic black, <laughs> brown, navy yeah, blue. Yeah, it's a business Nah, meeting. man. You got to let your, your personality shine through your clothes, bro. Yeah, no, nah, but uh, to, uh, to answer the question, though, Paris, Paris Johnson had that. He had best suit to me. He won it. Man, big with, fella, man. It's hard for big fellas to put that shit on, man. He did this shit. No, it's not. No, it's not. He did that there. No, all, it's not. They, I mean, he, they, obviously, they got their shit. You were mean. They got it. You were mean. Cut tailored. They got their shit on. I mean, it was just a different style. I don't even know if what it you was. You got to realize, though, these big fellas ain't like your traditional big fellas. Yeah. They 330, but they got a six pack. Yeah. So that suit gonna fit a little different, you know and, what I'm and, saying? And, 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 and to compliment it, because you know, suit needs accessories. It was, a, sure. lot it was a lot of ice in the building. Big change, big change. Ice in the building. A lot of fake ice too. Ooh. Don't get, don't be, don't get it twisted. I hope, I hope it wasn't fake. Guarantee you, some of the ice was mm-hmm. fake. But that's neither here nor there. It all looked good. <laughs> They had that costume on, like Ocho said. Ocho said, Ocho said he ain't never a lot of y'all favorite. A, a lot of y'all favorite rappers were fake, For all sure. fake jewelry, yeah, bro. Man. For sure, they ain't had a diamond test out. It's alright, they got mm-hmm. by. A lot of that, the fake, some of the fake stuff passed the diamond testers. Bro. You say That's you, you, you say you know. want Mel Kiper to get a diamond tester. Bro, <laughs> no. Mel Kiper needed a lie detector. Shout That's out, what he needs. Shout out to Anthony Richardson for giving his whole family iced out, though. For sure, Mama was iced out. Daddy, little brother. Like he said, man, I'm gonna blow this whole signing balls on the on everybody getting iced out. You know what I'm saying? He did his Baby, thing. 
top five pick that's signing. Yeah, I'm finna say yeah. that's yeah. I'm really capping, but he did Snoop. his thing, man. Looked out for little bro. Little bro ain't nothing but in high school got a Cuban on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The he right did way. his thing. Man, facts for sure. But man, look, we ain't gonna get off this topic of the draft. I re- I want to ask y'all real quick, man. I'm gonna start it off with this one, man, because I feel like uh, I got a. I don't know, man. I got two pick, two, two, two picks, and I don't know if this is fair or not. So I know if it's not fair, they're gonna bust my ass. So I wanted the question to the room is, what team had the best draft? Ooh. Now, for me. My first answer is Philly, right? It's Philly yeah. for the simple fact that they got they when they they got Jalen Carter at nine, which was stupid. You feel me? They did their thing. They got a lot. They brought in a lot of Georgia guys, but that they picked up Nolan Smith at the end of the first. Um, they already got Jordan Davis over there. They doing their thing, right? Um, and then they also traded. During the draft and got Swift from Detroit. Shout out to boy Replaced Miles Sanders. Gales called it. You feel me? And he did. And um, so, man, look, I, I, I say Philly off the rip, right? Yeah, no doubt. They did that thing, and I feel like it does mean something if you can keep some dogs together that played together in college, mm-hmm. and they were dogs there. If you can put them back on that same field in the NFL, I feel like that does matter. It's, it's a sense of comfort for all of them, so it gives them a little bit of – and then you know how that person play already, you know. Mm-hmm. But they did their thing, man. I ain't going to lie. They did their thing. They got Sidney Brown from Illinois, man, the safety, that man. Was, that was big. Man, was big. what? They picked up some offensive linemen. They did their thing in this draft, right? But now I don't know if this is fair or not, so I'm going to go – I'm going to tell you another team who I felt like went crazy in this draft and y'all might not agree with me but I say obviously like I said Philly won but if we excluding Philly I got Houston Texans yeah no doubt I think off, off season oh my goodness all of this encompassed with the off season Houston no Houston trying For to put sure. something together and look win now mentality. I want to say this and I want to say this I was watching first take last week right I think it was on uh I, it might have been a day before the draft or the day of the draft. The boy Steven, and that's how I know he don't watch football, man. He's not a he's not a sports <laughs> expert, bro. We watch all sports, but we specialize in football for show because we watch that a little bit more. But we watch everything, and we can t- we can we can speak thoroughly on every sport because we watch it all. This man sat there on t- on live TV and said the Texans don't have no pieces on their team. Now this was him saying he was saying that. To uh, what football player be on there? It wasn't Swaggo. It was somebody else who came in studio, and um, he was talking about some. The Texans don't get the Texans are trash. They super trash. They don't got nobody in there. Whoever was there, I think I want to say it was Ryan Clark said the Texans gave everybody a run for their money last year, which they did. They and they had pieces. They had pieces, bro. They had Hughes over there, who's a hell of a pass rusher. My boy, uh, what's the safety number five? Petrie, Petrie, dog. Petrie, you got Stingley over there. Dog, you got the running back Pierce over there. Healthy dog. Come on, man. You got you don't even. We not even going to talk about that. You had Brandon Cooks over there last year. Mm-hmm. You had they had pieces. Nico, still, Nico Collins. Ever I'm finna say you still got Collins and mm-hmm. you still got um Mechie. Oh uh, yep, he coming back. Who coming back? Off yep. They had pieces, bro, and Only that's what I'm they saying. They was missing. 
was a quarterback. Was a quarterback. And That's they all got, they was missing for real. Was a quarterback. Got you got Larry Mitunzu over there, yep. one of the best offensive linemen in the league. And that boy sat there. I'm telling you, if y'all get a chance, look at up. He said they didn't have not a piece on that team. They didn't have nobody. That let me know he don't watch football. I said all that to say they had already had pieces. What they did in this offseason was already crazy. It was already. I was already. I was already on. You know what I mean about that. I was already turned about that. Then what they did in that draft. They showed me that they trying to win. And they in my division. I don't think they're gonna beat us because we just better, but I like what they I like what they did, man. So them my that's them my teams, man. I think that uh Philly had the best Philly and, and Houston. Did best you just draft. cheer for a team in your division? He did. I'm not cheering for them, but I'm I mean as a but fan, you them props. Them, I have to. I can't be a hater, bro. Hey, I can't be a hater, bro. Hey bro. You know what I'm saying? I can't be a hater, bro. I'm a fan of the game. We got them, bro. You know what I'm saying? We got him. Nah, y'all ain't got me. Y'all ain't got me. You know what I'm saying? If I now if I didn't if I didn't keep it a hundred, they'd be saying I called me a hater. That's a lose lose for me. I know it's Duval all day. We gonna win the division easily. We got the mo the better quarterback. We got the better team. But can't deny it, man. And the plus, I I like the Miko Ryan's man. And I like that that I like that the ownership finally got behind somebody and said, "We And I'm glad it's him that they got behind and said, "Look, we gonna let you." Do you? We're going to see what happens. We're going to ride with you. They got right. rid of two other black men, but they let a black man that they know cook, and I like it. Yeah. They got rid of two old niggas. They had to sacrifice two other black men, but I it is what it is. Well, my boy Will Anderson say, he says it's, it's Bama sci-fi. They call themselves a frat, mm-hmm. man. He going to get them boys over there. But, man, overall, man, I think, like Cordy, I got to agree. Philly, overall, hands down, best draft. You know what I'm saying? I get them at A plus plus. They doing their thing. They building. You go with them pluses again. They giving. Uh-huh. They giving. They bringing people together who already got the chemistry. You know what I'm saying? Even though they, it's the NFL is that big boy league. I feel like when them some big boys, a lot of SEC boys. You know they ready to come in and plug and play immediately. Just with a little coaching. You know what I'm saying? A little bit more tuning up. They gonna be. They gonna be straight. Um, I had a couple other teams just like Cordell. Man, definitely Houston. Definitely Houston. They held it down. Um, I like what Detroit did. I think Detroit. I did. hate what Detroit did. I like what Detroit did. I like what Detroit I hate did. Hate what Detroit did. And lying ass. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so I do like what I like what they did. They they really they really shocked me with the Hinder Hooker, but I like it. You know what I'm saying? Best, I think to it, me they best pick. Yeah, I think that it was. Uh, I think uh, the branch pick was good too. You know what I'm saying? I love branch. I feel like branch, my boy. I yeah, wanted him. I, I, think, I, I think that that was definitely, you know, definitely a great pick for them. Going to be a good asset and do the safety. You know what I'm saying? Drop down, do nickel, do outside corner. You can do a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely the true definition of the Swift Army knife. You know what I'm saying? Swiss Army knife. Good do his thing. Um, I would boy, be said the Swift vacuum. I would be <laughs> foolish not to say that the Bears did good. I think that the Bears. I think go, that's a, they did the true definition. They complement. They go, they attack their needs. You know what I'm saying? I'm we got mad. we I'm got a great mad. offensive line lineman in Darnell Wright. I'm not gonna boo you. We bro. definitely attack that interior you. defensive line that we definitely needed. You know what I'm saying? We got a couple SEC boys. You know, uh, Javon. Uh, what's his name, man? Man, you gonna have me look him up, man. Uh, now, how you say they did good? And you don't know who these motherfuckers. Because really, I, I come on, man. They had Javon Dexter Sr. I definitely knew who Tyreek Stevenson was. We got a corner. He was transferred from Georgia. He start. Yeah, definitely. Physical corner, man. Mm-hmm. Definitely, you know, 
definitely what we needed. Need Dexter ain't gonna start. Dexter, no. he, he he's not gonna start, but he's definitely gonna be a rotational player for us, man. Because really, we don't have no starter the uh, interior lineman right now. I mean, we it, it's up in the air. But we also answered it with Zach uh, Zach Pickens. But our sleeper pick was Roshan Johnson from Texas. I cannot be- hey, I cannot believe that he fell to I us in the fourth say round. That. Roshan is Oh a my goodness, bro. That was a blessing from the football guy. From a style standpoint, it's a good combination mm-hmm. with him. So mm-hmm. And they said that man when they form a quarterback, obviously come in. They said that his his meeting with the team the way he was able to break down defensive schemes and stuff like that, they didn't know whether he was coming in the draft as a quarterback or he a running back. It's just, just one of them things Chill. that it's just one. But just based off the fact that a lot Chill. of people don't, a lot of backs don't look at the look at all three levels of the defense that he he was able to Those break backs. down. But I'm gonna tell you why he did that. Think about how long you definitely got to sell yourself. So he definitely did good. But I'm gonna tell you why he did that. He's never been a feature back. At Texas, mm. so when you not when you haven't been that feature back, you got to get whatever edge you can get. Mm-hmm. Like I teach my guys, do you know the blocking scheme? If you know the blocking scheme, then you know where you can escape it. It ain't enough just to be able to run the ball. So I, I fuck with any a big back. Yeah, man, you mm-hmm. get seven hundred fifty yards, bro. You got B John, you oh, behind B John. That's a hell of a season. Hell yeah, you so, get man, that was a hell of a steal for us, man. But those are my picks. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. I ain't mad at the best draft though, no cap. Right. I feel like they actually did do pretty well. I think so too. And I think um with them, they staying patient. You know what I'm saying? They understand this is a process. It's probably two, three year build out, but they significantly better than what they was last mm-hmm. year. So you mm-hmm. definitely can't be upset with that. All right. So I had three teams. All right. We already know the Eagles, so I'll I won't even discuss them no more. But I'll tell you who my number one was, the Colts. I feel like their first four picks outside of Richardson, who who shouldn't start right away, should not start right away, can all be starters. Let me see. Anthony Richardson, probably I know they got that body for body, pound for pound, most athletic person in this draft. Now, me personally, I'm not rushing him to start right away. The quarterback situation they have. It might force feed him to start. Minshew Mania, DC can hold it now. I hope so. I I, I want Minshew to start because I actually like Minshew. I think we've been talking about Minshew for like the last two three years. Yeah, Minshew, my dog. Minshew, listen, he just always lands in the wrong spot with with a loaded deck against him, bro. But Julius Brents, to me, my favorite corner. He decent. He decent for sure. When you get a six three corner who can move and get jiggy, yeah, I like him. Busy, Josh Downs. They was talking about him being a first round draft pick. You get him in the third round, and you needed a receiver. And you drafted Allen Pierce last year. You got Pittman. You got a gang of tight ends. Boom. Check. Blake Freeland. They've been looking for that that, that tackle. I think Freeland can be one of the ones. He was really nice at BYU. And if we BYU always puts out quality athletes. When you go back to Fred Warner, guys like that, they put out some heat. So what happened to Dunnigan? Who? <laughs> Who? Dunnigan. Who? Your homeboy. Who? Your man's. Who? TCU. What about him? Where did he get drafted? To the uh, the Chargers. The coach didn't get him? No. Oh, I'm on the Chargers. I got my teams mixed up. See? No, the Chargers literally drafted three TCU players. Yeah. 
That's TCU West. Facts. <laughs> the Chargers are TCU West. They I are not on the my Coast list. picked them. That's on me. I was trying to get on your. Now line. you try. You hey, at least you tried. Okay. Now the the sleeper pick, you know what I'm saying? Is gonna be the, the the person who I had going in the first round. You know what I'm saying? I butchered his name last week, so I'm not gonna say it again. I got close to saying it right. Is the D Tiger from Northwestern? You get him in the fourth round because he ain't like that. Nah, he nice. He he ain't like I think that. he's a tweener, and when you an undersized tweener, that nigga little bro, he is. But I think to play off to play off what they already have, a good rotational guy, third down pass rusher. You know what I'm saying clearly he runs what? What he ran like Who, four see, four seven? And I, and I and I fuck with you. On, I feel you on that, right? But my mm-hmm. thing is this. Who on that D line is he gonna come in for? Because you got you he not coming in mm-hmm. for uh Quinny. Stay hurt. He not gonna he be he be there though. He be there. Stay hurt. Come on, man. He be there. You know he ain't coming in for them deep guys buck. Up, them guys up north. The force bucking to be hurt. He be, do be hurt, but he the dog. Now think about and it. And then uh you still got um my boy on the edge, light skinned homie. I know um, you're talking about. I forgot his name, but I know exactly who you're talking about. But think about it. Him and D Buck on the inside on third long. He too little. He too light in the ass I for me. I agree with you. D Buck slide to that one. I'll say this. I'm not that. I'm not saying that he won't be nice. I yeah. just want to see because I mean his his skill set is crazy. His he's I mean, athletic as shit. He fast as hell. He all of that. He he all of that. But for me, it's the size. If he's gonna play interior, it's the size for me. I think even if he got to play exterior. Now if um, if he could if he go outside on the D N side or something like that, hell yeah, you could probably get some service and pass rush up out of him. Put him on the from same the side. Edge. If you put him on the same side as D Buck in third and long. Yeah, d- yeah, I'm, I'm with that. Then I'm with that. But in, interior, I, I just gotta see it. I agree. Uh, on the agree. edge, though, for sure. And you know me, I'm a fan of pass for rush. Sure. You can't never have enough pass rush. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I just for think sure. from top to bottom and sleeper pick. You know, shout out to Lil Cuz in Northern Michigan. They last pick with the old tackle from Northern Michigan. Oh yeah. You know so you know, I'm I'm always rolling with the home team. You feel me? So I like what the coach did, and I think. Jake Witt. Yeah, Jake Witt. You know what I'm saying? Me and Lil Cuz were talking about it when he got drafted. And I just think, man, you got to start somewhere. And I think the coach did a good thing. Ursa usually drops the bag, you know what I'm saying, or, or drops the dope. But he did his thing. I, I, we already talked about Philly. I'm not even going that deep. You know what I'm saying? The Philadelphia Bulldogs did what they supposed to do. Facts. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? The NFL, you know what I'm saying, just let them collect all these Bulldogs. And I think Keely Ringo got a chip on his shoulder, and I think he's going to prove a point. That last one, I would say, was a tie for me between the Steelers and the Seahawks. Yeah, I had the Seahawks too, top five. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, of course, I'm gonna talk about the Seahawks. You know what I'm saying? My boy Marshawn Lynch that was there for years, and that's my dog. And ultimately, if you get two top fifteen talents in the first round, arguably the best at, at, at their position, Excellent. can't be upset. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Devon Witherspoon. I love Devon Witherspoon. Yeah. Came, in the the Came in on second round. Got that Bro. nice line. What, was he a linebacker or a DN from uh, Auburn? No, both. Outside, just an edge rusher. Oh, okay. you know, and that's Pete Carroll type of guy. A guy who put his hand in the dirt but can also stand mm-hmm. up. You know what I'm saying? And I just think they just address needs afterwards. You know, getting Jackson Smith and Jigma to go with Lockett. Yeah, that you know was nutty. And, and Metcalf. That's, that's stealing, bro. Now, they went a little running back crazy. You know what I'm saying? After getting, you know what I'm saying, boy, you know what I'm saying, Walker last walk, year. Yeah. But I'm not mad at, at getting uh Charbonnet because you needed a power back mm-hmm. to go with to go with Walker. And Walker was banged up last year and you lost uh my dog, you know what I'm saying? Um 
name just crossed it's, it's losing me right now but i like the depth that they got you know what i'm saying and weatherspoon starting right next to woolen that's gonna be nice woolen was was arguably shit if it wasn't for gardner woolen probably would have been defensive rookie of the year facts you know what I'm saying? So I'm interested to see how Pete do this. And Pete, you know, he like them young guys. And he like to let them ball. So. That's real. You know what I'm saying? So that was my three. Philly, Colts, Seahawks, honorable mention, Steelers. I love when, when you know, you get uh, that legacy pick, Joey Porter Jr. going over yeah. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, was and, that was super dope. And my boy going to take it personal that he was a second-round draft pick. Mm-hmm. So I like it. He better take it personal. You know he better take it personal. If you ain't seen the conversation that him and his pops had, at the end of the first round when he wasn't picked, one thing I know about Joey Porter, when I was a shorty watching him, oh, he get teed up. Yeah, Joey was my man. I messed with Joey heavy. And he going to tee up his son. He teed up his son at the end of the draft. So, my boy, wipe them tears. Take it personal. Man. So, yeah, I bet. We covered the teams that we feel like had the best drafts. <laughs> now let's talk about teams we feel like had the worst drafts. I'm going to kick this one off again. <laughs> I'm going to kick this one off again. Now, Miguel, you might not want to hear this, bro. You might oh. not want to hear this, bro. But the, I got two teams. I got two teams. I know what's He's not going to be mad and mad at this, though. But I'm pretty sure he might have the same team, though. He's not the best. I, like I already nah, said, I, I already feel about. like the best did they <laughs> thing in this draft. Dallas Cowboys, man. Them boys, I feel like they – what the – what was Jerry Jones and them Jones brothers in there doing, bro? I didn't know you was going to go that route. Dallas draft, in my opinion, was horrible. I don't feel like they addressed any needs. I feel like they missed out on everybody that they wanted, for real. Uh, I like Mozzie Smith, but I don't feel yeah, like that's what they should have. I don't feel like they should have took him in the first round uh, at, at, with the 27th pick. They should have went and got the tight end that they wanted, or at least the one that they could have had. They couldn't get. They didn't get Dalton, but they could. Or they could have moved up and got him. They switched. They swapped with us. I'm thinking they finna go get the kid from Notre Dame at the tight end spot, and they draft Mozzie. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Now then you go into the second round and you pick a tight end that. Okay, cool. Wasn't bro. even top rank. That's what I'm saying, bro. You pick the tight end that's okay, cool, bro. You feel me? Like I just I didn't really I wasn't too fond of that draft. Of uh, their draft, at least uh, I say the one pick I do like is the linebacker from Texas, Buddy Cool. He nice. But uh, I just feel like where does he fit in that system? For the simple fact that what you do with Micah, and then you still got uh, my boy at linebacker, right? Uh, Van Der Esch. You still got Van Der Esch. They Stay hurt. They usually run what a two linebacker system for real. A lot of nickel. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like more so like what 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 is what what are y'all doing? You feel me? They drafted the offensive lineman later on in the in the draft. You go get some DNs. No, I didn't I didn't feel they draft. I don't feel I don't feel like they addressed the uh the main needs of that team, what they need. Um, you know, going into the season. And I feel like just because you maybe I'm not sure if they had their hopes set on on Bijan, but if you didn't, there was a whole hell of a lot more running backs out there that you could have got your hands on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, before late in the draft, hella DBs don't think because y'all went and got old Stephon Gilmore that y'all problem solved, bro. Like, nah, bro, it ain't it ain't like that. You feel me? You don't know what you're getting from him because his last couple seasons ain't been all that. True. You feel me? So it's just more so like, and they need. I feel like if I was Dallas. If I couldn't get Bijan and I couldn't get the tight end I wanted, I'm going offensive line. 
for the simple fact that that offensive line has been one of the best in the recent years. Yeah. But as of like last year, the year they before hurt. that, they've been hurt and they getting old, bro. Like Philly. What they they kept on saying, Philly losing, Philly losing their depth at, at on the D line and on the O line because all they all they offensive linemen, Read defensive up. linemen getting old. What did they go do? Read, Read the fuck up. What did Dallas go do? Who the fuck knows? Dallas had a terrible draft. That's my number one. My number two is the Detroit Lions, bro. Oh, I'm not. I'm I'm not feeling that draft, bro. I I'm telling you, I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I don't know why you go. Jameer Gibbs. I like Gibbs. I like Gibbs. I like Gangsta Gibbs. I don't know why you go Gibbs at twelve. It was early, but I'm I'm not really. I'm I'm a. I think okay okay. Let me just be honest. I'm about to lie. I'm gonna <laughs> say, bro. Come on, bro. I'm about to fucking lie. Listen, it was early as fuck, but I can understand how you feel like you need to be explosive and you didn't want nobody leapfrogging. But. I'm more concerned with the with the linebacker pick. I was just finna say Jack Campbell after Jack that, Campbell, bro. I'm more concerned. What are we doing? In the worst linebacker class that we've seen in a long time. What are we doing? You could have got somebody <laughs> third. Fourth, I would have took my round. boy Mapu over that later on. Hey, he landed in the perfect spot. For sure he did. Uh, yeah, me spot. and Miguel were talking about perfect that. Spot. Me and Miguel were talking about that. I just didn't really I didn't understand what the and I <laughs> The Lions was in there clapping hands like they was really doing something, bro. I'm like, man, what what's going on here, man? What's going on? I wasn't feeling the Lions picked. I, I I did like a couple of like I said, I do like Gibbs as a player. I like Gibbs, yeah. but I don't like that pick that early. I I can't stand the Campbell pick. I can't stand that pick. That was terrible. <laughs> I love the Brian Branch pick in the second round. Y'all know I wanted him in, I like in, the in, in Jacksonville. Yeah, I like the Laporte pick. I like the Laporte pick for sure. That was cool too. I would have swapped him though. Yeah. Like I would have probably drafted that tight end at the Campbell spot. Yeah, bro. Then like I, I mean, but yeah, bro. I understand Dan Campbell. I think he also might want people who fit his energy. Yeah. For lack of better words, you know what I'm Facts. saying. Like I, I guess think so, that might be that Gibbs, shit was I just nuts. think he knew he just knew he needed some explosiveness. I feel that, you know and saying? I like the Hendon Hooker pick, of course, because I love it. I I mean, I'm a fan I of Hendon Hooker. You know, I lo- I like the, I love the pick. You know what I mean? But I didn't like the draft. I feel like those two teams kind of let me down. Uh, this I'll draft, say this, that Hendon Hooker could could right all the wrongs in this draft. Yeah, if it pans out. Nobody, without question, nobody I, will give a fuck about the without without question. I, I think Dude. it goes to show like they what they they're going with how they foresee their future. Then I don't know if they're going to sign resign. Um, mm-hmm. What's my boy name? Jared Jared Goff. Goff. Why Goff. would you? You know, so. I'll say this though, because it's not a loss, bro. He can, he, I know, you know, golf can sling that. He can sling. He can throw that thing. He but, keep a job, but. Henry Hooker, if if he did not have that ACL injury, this wouldn't even he First wouldn't we wouldn't even be talking about this. Personal so. And you talking about the slide levels would have slid further. Yeah, oh, even even further, he would have probably been second round, but it wouldn't have been that. It would he wouldn't have been in the talks for that for that first round for sure. Like I thought he was gonna be. So yeah, I knew he was gonna slide. Now actually, y'all can ask Miguel if y'all don't believe me. I told him. Yeah, you definitely did. Told him. Yeah, that boy. It was like a few minutes, like a couple hours before the draft. I said, bro, he ain't making it out the first round. Mm-hmm. He ain't making it out when he didn't, but nah, man, those my two teams. I'm I'm sorry if I offended anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miguel, I know you rock with 
the Cowboys. No, nah, well, that was that was gonna be my team. Oh, that's why I said. That's why I said, bro. Probably ain't gonna get mad. Yeah. He's probably on the same page, bro. Yeah, that was gonna but be yeah, my team. I'm gonna pass the mic to you. Yeah, I, that, I mean, we're gonna keep it short and sweet because that's that's who I pick. Can it, I, I'm gonna say this one thing, my bad. Before you go, before you go, after this, fellas, after this, uh, we gonna do this one thing. I forgot to put on there, bro. We're gonna do. Our favorite pick of the draft. Oh, okay. No doubt. That's Our easy. favorite pick. Yeah. So, yeah, go ahead, bro. No, I just – Dallas. I just think that, you know what I'm saying, I don't know where y'all thought that y'all were at to the point where y'all just like, hey, we could just get anybody. Now y'all still have needs, big needs. Demazi, I'm going with it. I don't think that it could have – I think you could have kind of got him in the second round. I don't think nobody really had their eye on him that tough to go get him in the, in the first round. But Not at all. I, I'll take it because he is a beast, and I think his – you know, his ceiling is high. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to say that. And I'll say this. Do I like the pick? No. But I understand why they draft him. They was bottom of the league was stopping the run. Yeah, no doubt. They needed so, some interior help. And then, no doubt, yeah, obviously we all know Michael was in the coach's ear. Hey, we need this guy. We want him. Because obviously he was just so ecstatic when they got him. Like, right. yeah, it was crazy. I but that mean, I'm, they I'm just got winning. everybody who we – you like, all right, man, I know they going this route. And then you, what? It was one of them. Who you go get? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you know, like the tight end when you got from Michigan, I'm like, oh, bro. I think Musgrave was still on the board <laughs> from from Oklahoma, Oregon State. Everybody. It was so many people still available. Y'all so went that wrong. Well, he just fit our scheme better now, dog. No, he didn't. I'm not feeling it. So I, yeah, I and and I'll throw one more team out there. That's because probably that draft wasn't that high, wasn't that good because obviously they did what. Wasn't able to pick into the third round. Uh, my brother's team, man, San Fran. I just yeah. think I think that they didn't really utilize. I mean, you in the third round, though. You know what I'm saying? You kind of got to got to kind of pick the. You know, you got to pick where you can get in where you fit in at that point. But it was still so much time on the board. And I don't think y'all really took fully advantage of it. So Dallas and San Fran are my two teams that I think could have did better in this draft. Okay, so I got three. And I think I'm going to go in order from worst to third worst. I'm going to start with Green Bay. Like, don't get me wrong. I think Lucas Van Ness had a hell of a combine, especially for an Iowa player. We're not used to Iowa players actually, like, showing that level of athleticism. But I, I felt like that was a little rich at 13. I felt like you had more priority picks. Facts. That could have been JSN right there. Yeah, it could have been. If if you talk, really thought that it was going that route when you said it in the, ter- in the JFN, chat. JFN, you know what I'm saying? Dalton, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It could have been anybody. Y'all went DN, DN, edge <laughs> rusher. When all the edge rushers slid, but what did we say after they picked it? That is a typical. It's Green a Green Bay, Bay pick. pick. <laughs> all right, it is a great American pick. Exactly for them. All right, now they turned around. They came back. Got Luke Luke Musgrave, like you just talked mm-hmm. about. They got him in the second round. Cool. Got your tight end because you had to replace uh, Tunya. Because yeah. Tunya went over to Chicago. All right. Yeah, Packers. So I'm talking about the Packers. Now, I do like the Jaden Reed pick. You know what I'm saying? Chicago's kid. I know a lot about him. That's a good pick. But I feel like as much as I like Jaden Reed, you could have had JSN in the first <laughs> round. <laughs> but I digress. You know what I'm saying? Then you come back around. Your next, your third round draft, you draft another tight end. Silly. <laughs> I just wasn't like, Didn't it understand was. understand And then your fifth round pick, you draft oh, Sean Clifford. He's an athlete, but. And they had an ample opportunity. They had hella picks in this yeah, draft Yeah, but do you better. think 
adding another young quarterback to an already young quarterback makes sense. Mm-mm. You need a vet, bro. I mean, the best pick to me was Carl Brooks in the sixth round. Yeah, I knew y'all would have liked that. Y'all for sure. Him. You know, we rock Carl Brooks. Big time. I just felt like they draft was all over the place. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't, I'm not even gonna discuss it anymore. All right, so, <laughs> so Green Bay was was number one. All right, number one worse, and it was hard because I do feel like the Cowboy at least. I can explain some of the Cowboys' picks. Mm-hmm. Was it a reach? Hell yeah, because I I have them for the biggest reach with Mozzie Smith. But it's boom or bust. It can work too. Yeah, if he work, he gonna be he probably nice. gonna be a two down player. He not gonna be enough for third now, third and long situation. If he stopped the run on first and second, he did his job. He's worth the pick. Mm-hmm. Um, crazy enough, as much as I like the first round pick, I'm gonna throw the Vikings in though. I feel that I like Jordan Addison That's crazy But in a draft Where I feel like You could have got Similar type players In the second or third round You need defensive help And you didn't have A second round draft pick So I feel like You had to prioritize Secondary help And with the 23rd pick You still kind of got Top notch corner Hell trade up Christian Gonzalez Was sitting out there Hanging waiting Begging to be drafted. Not real. You know what I'm saying? But you, I know you needed somebody opposite of of, of Jettas. So it's interesting, man. And I just felt like overall, draft pick all over the place. Once again. You know, you draft a running back, a quarterback, nose tackle, safety corner. But you don't have another draft pick to the third round. So now you're not getting um, high-level quality. So I feel like when you have that one pick in the first round, you got to make it count. And I think Jordan Addison will definitely make it count. But at what at what reason? Your defense was already bottom of the league, and you didn't do nothing to help him. So now you put more pressure on Kirk Cousins to produce. We know how that goes. That's a roll of a dice. Sometimes he got a hot hand. Sometimes the boy's colder than ice. Mm-hmm. You don't know what Kirk Cousins you getting. So. I feel like they didn't help him out. You know what I'm saying? You build your defense up, you get him more possessions. Now you get more shots at scoring. Now you get more shots at the lead. Um, and lastly, as crazy as this is going to sound, I'm going to say Atlanta. Yeah, that's why I had my biggest reach was uh, Bijan. I didn't expect him to draft Bijan. I felt like Bijan needed to go somewhere like Philly where you have the luxury to take a, a, a shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, Philly picks, it just so happened to work out in their favor. Mm-hmm. But both of them first-round draft picks was luxury. You know what I'm saying? Now, you got arguably the best defensive player at 10. But let's just say Carter was gone. Nobody would have tripped if they would have drafted B. John at 10. We got two first-round draft It's a luxury. You know what I'm right. saying? And we're not hurting, but it makes us that much better. For Atlanta... I feel like once again that you just could have went either way. You needed a pass rusher. You ain't had a pass rusher in years. Yeah, I love Zach Harrison. I'm an Ohio State guy. I mean, that's a quality pick in the third round. But why not get why not shoot for the stars though? You know what I'm saying? And land on the motherfucking clouds or the moon. Some. You know what I'm saying? And I love B. John. I do be feel like B. John's gonna be the face. And I think from a video game perspective, they are setting up a very interesting thing. Between London, Pitts, and B. John. That's an interesting situation. But at the end of the day, who the quarterback? Exactly, bro. Exactly. Who, who the signal caller? Don't don't they got what they got Heineke over there? No. They did. Right. They signed, no, they signed. Oh, Heineke. they did, guys. But they got Ritter too from, from Ritter. Cincinnati. 
You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, Ritter, Desmond Ritter, yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm 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 iffy on their draft picks. I do feel like they got a couple guys who probably can go. The old tackle in the second round I didn't get because they their offensive line is actually decent. You know what I'm saying? So reaching for offensive tackle in the second round, I felt like that could have been better utilized. Mm-hmm. You get your edge rush in the third round, fourth round, you get your corner when switch that around. Corner or edge rush the first two picks. Then we focus on offensive line depth and running back. You know what I'm saying? It's very, it's just interesting. And you yeah. you draft another safety for what? You drafted one last year. You signed Jesse Bates already. It was just a lot of reaching, man. I know they back hurt, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. I had Atlanta for my biggest reach for sure. Uh, but man, look, like I said, let's get into our best picks. So what, what's your what are y'all best? The best picks of the draft, not the best fits, the best pick. Okay, we're gonna do the best fits after that, but the best pick. What team had the best pick? Uh, go ahead. Uh, we're gonna go Miguel. Go ahead, Miguel. Best pick of this year's draft. Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter to yeah. the Eagles. Why? Why? Why you say that? Rich and get I, I, the rich, I like the rich. Too. The rich get richer, man, and they only needed a couple things to get over that hump. And I think that they definitely answered the question. They lost Hargrave. I think he's a, a, a solid ass replacement for him. He's just a plug and play. He's ready to go. He's been in the SEC. He's he been an NFL baby for some years now, man. Go on and get in there and get busy, man. I think we damn damn near looking at the defensive rookie of the year right there. So he's gonna be nice, bro. That, think about that. That's a big call right there. That, that is. But I, I, it could happen. Sure. Um, but bro, look at the DT rotation, bro. Crazy. You got Fletcher Cox, you got Jalen Carter, and you got Jordan Davis, bro. Mm-hmm. That's disgusting. I remember Brandon Graham bumping side third down. That's disgusting, bro. Yeah, I gotta give it. I gotta give it. You got Hassan Reddick rushing the passer Mm -hmm. with Brandon Graham with Fletch Steele. Jalen Carter can rush too, man. That's Mm -hmm. gonna be different, bro. Bro, you think then you you got Nolan Smith too? You gonna throw in there on some passes down? So when they bump, when they bump Graham down, you throw Nolan back out there. Him and Reddick going to get after it. They they the same. They the same player. Sweat. Oh my god, dude. Reddick, Reddick, and and Smith. Man, that was that was my player comparison to him. They kind of like they kind of the same to me. Nah, for sure. Nah, they match up. You know what I'm saying? They match up because. They have the locker room where there's somebody as similar to you that can mentor you. Man, that's the dopest thing. Like, you can't draft somebody. Let's just say, all right, cool, if people call him a risk draft. But you got to have a locker room that can support him. Mm -hmm. What better to support him than people who supported him for four years? Yeah, it's dope. You know what I'm saying? And old heads now, which I hate to call him old head because Reddick not, I don't even think Reddick 30. You know what I'm saying? I think he's like 27, 28. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But having those guys who then been through it, Reddick, former running back. Turn defensive end in college. Figure it out later in the league. Now look at him. Double digit sacks. You know what I'm saying? So I think Philly is definitely interesting. Keely Ringo. I think it's a lot of interesting picks. Yeah. Yeah, but that to answer your question, that's my Jalen Carter. Yeah, Jalen Carter. Like it. I like it. Holes, what about you, bro? Uh, I got three. One of them is like a slash, because we talked about uh my pool earlier. I think my pool and Christian Gonzalez fall into the Patriots. That's the that's Y'all looked at me like I was crazy alone. though I'm when I told alone. when I dropped Christian Gonzalez no, no. after the ten. I thought he'd be gone. Yeah, I thought he was I dropping. He I thought he wasn't going past seven. Bro. I don't understand how he slid. I didn't think. I didn't. That, I thought he wasn't going past seven. Yeah. But, but we did have a lot of trades. The, it was the OK Corral on the trade. So I mean, you give Bill Belichick versatile 
defensive players, and yeah. you are giving him exactly what he needs. Yeah, offensive drafts, you know what I'm saying, dead. But defensively, oh, he going to get him some versatility. Mm-hmm. He going to get him some guys who can play two, three different positions, and he going to put him in a position to be all pro type of guys. So you going Christian Gonzalez? I, I got three. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Josh Downs I already talked about, I feel like, perfect fit with the coach. Slot guy, that's exactly what they needed. And I think when you have the quality tight ends that the Colts have and you have a slot guy who can get busy, quarterback's best friend. And I'm going to go with your guy. I don't know if he's an Arkansas product or a Bama product. I'm Drew? Gonna, I'm going to go with Drew Sanders oh, with the Broncos. Oh, my boy. We got to claim him. He came from – he got his most playing time with us. Okay. Yeah, he Arkansas. Okay. We claiming that okay. for okay. sure. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and I'm surprised he slid to the third round. That's a fucking steal. Weak linebacker draft. That is steal, bro. We, Denver I, got him a baller. I'm I think he's gonna right be now. a dog in in in, uh, in Denver for sure. That's dope. That's dope. So my um, best picks. My number one best pick is Anthony Richardson to the Colts. Mm, I like I, it. I say that because I watched the Colts t- at least twice a season. Uh, playing against my Jags, and they've struggled at quarterback for since Andrew Luck retired. What he what, what he left in like eight twenty eighteen twenty nineteen something like yeah, that. Something like that. Uh, they've been struggling. They went through the Carson Wentz era, then they went through. They had Brissett, uh, which wasn't he wasn't bad. Uh, Carson Wentz terrible. Matt Ryan terrible. I've been watching. That's one, and that's one thing they haven't uh, went out and tried to really draft was the top tier quarterback or at least somebody was ranked top tier coming out of college they've always tried to address that need through old veterans washed up vets you feel me so I feel like with them taking a chance on Richardson who has the skill set to take them put them over the top with somebody like Jonathan Taylor in the in the backfield with all those receivers holes been naming this whole show O-line decent you still got my boy Q on the O-line they adding pieces to that Pittman out there out wide and all of that they always they keep some they keep some nice tight ends. They keep some nice they got Ali Cox and uh I forgot my other boy name. They keep some nice tight ends. Drafted another nice one. Mallory. And drafted another nice one. So I feel like inserting him into that offense whenever they're ready, I, I feel like he'll be I feel like he'll be the starter by week one. Because uh, I feel like he gonna clown in camp. I feel like he gonna clown in camp. He coming in there with something to prove and I feel like his, what he has uh Unmatched on that roster because I mean you got Gardner Minshew who's a hell of a, a player to me, um, but like I said before when that he's small so when that pocket start collapsing he collapses. Um, you seen AD knock that in? You saw that? Yeah, <laughs> he collapses. But and we all know who Nick Foles is. He's a career backup man. Don't get me wrong, like he can ball, but he's a backup. When you put him in as a starter from day one, you know you know what I mean. You are gonna get average play from him. I don't think he's a bad quarterback, but I don't think that he's your your starter. Uh, so I think that Anthony Richardson pick was ridiculous for um, for those boys, man. And then um, if I have to throw out one more um, one more pick from, um, I mean, one more that I feel like was the uh, was the best pick. I like uh, Paris Johnson. To Arizona, yeah, that was dope. I say that because that big move. Yeah, that was a big move because you got you got injuries on your O line. You got a quarterback like uh, 
Kyler Murray who likes to get out of the pocket, scramble, move around. You need some athletic linemen. You got to start transitioning over at some point. You got a nice center. You got some nice guards. You need they needed a tackle. They needed a tackle. For sure. And I feel like Paris Johnson is a hell of a tackle. He's athletic. He's everything you need. He get physical with you, and he can get in space and uh, do his thing in space. So that kind of opens up the floor for, you know, kind of running options or bootlegs and everything like that with Kyler Murray because you can swing him out. You can run him out on, you know, on jets or whatever you're trying to do. So I feel like that was another good pick, man. Those are my two, man. Uh, Anthony Richardson and Paris Johnson, man. Good picks. Yeah, for sure. So then, man, look. Okay, cool. So what about the best fits for the draft? Best fits. Best fits, man. Best fits. We're going to swing this one to Holes. We're going to let Holes – uh, let's kick this off. What teams drafted – what players are the best fit for the teams that they were drafted to? I got another three, man, you know. Things come in threes. We already talked about – so I'll throw out one that we already talked about. We talked about Joey Porter Jr. Couldn't be a better fit. You know what I'm saying? You a legacy kid. You go into where your pops was an all-pro. Pressure's on. Don't get me wrong. And they needed a corner. And he get to go over there with Patrick Peterson where he get to learn – from somebody, even though we've been we've been watching the lowlights of Patrick Peterson for like the last couple nah, years. Nah, be still a bundle of knowledge. I, I was about to say, we can't forget who Patrick Peterson was. The facts. We can never forget who he was. And I think for him to be able to learn from somebody like Patrick Peterson in that Steelers defense with, with Mike Tomlin, who was arguably, he's never had a losing season. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. been around your father's glory days. You know what I'm saying? Who else can really exemplarate the still away mm. than Joe Reporter John? He grew up in it. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's dope. Um, second one, our guy before the draft, you know what I'm saying? We was talking about in the uh in the combine, Devin the Chain. One yeah. one, one Miami, thing. he's a Miami type of listen. Pick, one thing we know about that 49 style offense, they gonna let multiple people run the ball. And we already talked about the track meet over there in Miami. He fit right in with the speedsters. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. The rich get richer and the fast get faster. So I'm I'm interested to see how that goes. You know what I'm saying? They're going to open up at least five to ten touches for him a game. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just in the return game alone. My last one, you know, I'm going to roll with, you know what I'm saying, with Cordell Jaguars. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? One of my favorite picks, Tank Bigsby. I feel like ETN showed flashes of being an all-pro caliber running back last year. But he also needed a running mate who was a complete opposite style of him. And Tank Bigsby, I've been watching him since uh, QB1 on Netflix. When he flashed his, uh, I think it was either junior or senior year uh, in high school. And I've been following him since he went to Auburn. And he's just a dog, man. Like some people just, you let them off the leash and they do their thing. And Tank Bigsby, one of those. So for him to be in Dougie P offense and have a running mate like ETN, I think it's going to be really dope. So I'm, I'm very interested to see how that goes. So yeah, I got those my three: Devin the Chain, Joey Porter Jr., Tank Bigsby. That's fire, y'all coming out. I guess good things do come in threes, huh? Because mm-hmm. I only got one. <laughs> uh mine. Oh no, you. Oh no, go ahead, Miguel. Go ahead, Miguel. Go ahead, well, Miguel. You only got I guess one. I get mine out the way. I'm down there, right? I knew he was gonna say that. <laughs> That's an easy one. It's not easy because it's easy. But it ain't. I know that you guys, because y'all know me, y'all expected that. But the reason why I'm saying it's a great pick is because we needed a true right tackle, and that's what he does. I mean, he started. He came into Tennessee, 
um, out of a small town in West Virginia, man, and he came in at left tackle. But his best seasons was under right tackle, man. He's a massive human being, 6'6", 333, ran a 5-flat 40. I think that's pretty quick to be that damn big. For sure. So, I mean, and he's just a massive dude, man. He's a true right tackle. I think this allows the Bears to be able to move Trevor Jenkins inside one of the guard, right or left guard positions. Um, we got Lucas Patrick. We got Cody Whitehair. We got them. We can rotate them. I mean, one of them can be. I think Whitehair can be a guard, and Lucas can be our center. And then you can also Braxton Jones. We can keep him at the left guard. I mean, left tackle. I know we've drafted him in the fifth round last year, but if you put his stats up to some of the top tackles that was drafted last year 2022 draft he actually his stats lined up evenly with him i just think that the bears just like i said earlier a lot of people address their needs and polls definitely address the need with that pick and we got our guy man so obviously you see i picked him to go there in the mock draft so i'm just going with darnell Wright. i'm proud of you bro i ain't mad at you bro you've stuck consistently with your <laughs> Let me get right real quick, man. Um, my number one best fit, my number one best fit is uh Christian Gonzalez to New England. For sure. Uh I feel like for me, he plays he plays cornerback the Patriot way. Mm-hmm. His game is super smooth. He's a technician, bro. And he, he comes in and out of his transits is crazy. He don't he don't stop. He don't plan. He don't it's just a smooth game. He plays it the way I feel like Bill Belichick could really use him and you can get the most out of him because he's just a smooth he got a smooth game. He has a consistent, firm game. And it kind of reminds you of a New England a New England Patriot type of way, like type of player. In my opinion, so when uh, I didn't see that happening at first, I thought he would go seven, um, slip no lower than seven. I thought it, I thought the Raiders were going to take him, but when New England picked him, it made as soon as they said his name, it made perfect sense because I feel like he to me he fits the New England Patriots Patriots perfectly. Uh, my number two for me uh, is uh, Anton Harrison, the Jag to the Jaguars offensive tackle. Mm-hmm. I say that because. We uh we needed a tackle, obviously, because we lost Jawan Taylor to uh free agency. He went and got that bag in KC. And then obviously Cam Cam um Robinson might be getting suspended. Well they say he is gonna get suspended for a PED uh violation, but he's he's um appealing it or whatever and hopefully he beats he gets he wins the you know, the appeal or whatever, but if not uh, we needed a tackle because we were short a tackle last season because if y'all don't know, uh, I think Cam tore his meniscus towards the end of the season last year, like right before the playoffs. Um, you know, so we were down a tackle anyway last season, so we was just down to Juwan, so we needed a tackle, and I feel like Anton fits our scheme. He fits our play style well. I feel like we can put him on either side. I feel like if we need to, if Cam gets suspended, we can put him on the left and let him hold that down until Cam comes back and – um Switching back to right, I feel like he's very versatile within the offensive line. So um, that's my number two. And then my number three, number three, the guys might not like this, but I feel like when they call his name, it kind of it surprised me because I had them taking a different receiver, but it made me hype at the same time. Zay Flowers, man, to Baltimore. Oh, my God. I feel like that is the best fit for him, for the team. Um 
getting a fast with young fast dude like that, you can put him pretty much anywhere. You primarily probably slot, but you got Odell out there. You still got Duvernay. You got uh, Mark Andrews. You got Andrews. You got Bateman. Yeah, bro, it's it's ugly. You got hella speed. Then you got Lamar Jackson. You got hella speed and talent, athleticism over there, man. That shit could get ugly. That could get ugly, and I feel like adding him, that just turned up that offense even more because, man, you can do so much with speed, bro. You don't just have to put speed, obviously. Look at look at uh, the 49ers. You don't just got to put speed uh, in the slot. You don't just got to put sure. speed in the backfield. You can put speed anywhere on the field, and it's going to matter. You feel Positionless me? Positionless so, football. Facts. So, yeah, man, those are my three picks, man. I have my boy Christian Gonzalez, my boy Anton Harrison, and uh, Zay Flowers. To Baltimore, man. I feel like this draft was crazy, though, man, for sure. Um, but, man, anything else y'all want to add, you know, for this, before we get off the topic of the draft and, the, um, you know, the NFL? Not really, man. I just look forward to seeing what these young boys got coming, man, 2023 season. I got one name I want people to be on the lookout for. Sean. Yeah, some notable names, something like that. Sean Tucker. You know what I'm saying? Running back from Syracuse. Like we said, running back with deep, and he went undrafted. Had a couple of health issues. Hopefully that don't that don't slow him down, but I think he landed in the perfect position in Tampa Bay. You know what I'm saying? Tampa Bay already got a little question mark at running back. Even though I like White, I like him a lot, but I think he need a running mate, and I think Sean Tucker can be that. Who you got? Who you got, Cordell? What for the notable names? Yeah. Um, man, all of my um, like I told y'all earlier, my boy uh, Raymond Boone, Mm. out of Bowie State. Um, I got a lot of guys, honestly, man, but I ain't gonna really get into I ain't gonna no, get into just do one. I ain't gonna just get do into one. Raymond Boone, Raymond Boone. Yeah, man. I got one more too. My boy Joshua Pryor out of Boy State too. Both of those boys got picked up on mini camp deals to uh, Washington, the commanders. Uh those boys are ballers. I've been I've been in tune with them all season. Uh undrafted, obviously. HBCU guys. But those boys can definitely do it. And then I got one more. One more. Y'all know how I am. My boy Hyatt, with all that speed, hey, Jalen. Yes, perfect spot for him. Yes, perfect spot for him, yeah, man. Y'all know Giants. I'm a fan of the yeah. speed as well, man. Dope. And they've been thirsty for a receiver, and I feel like they did their thing, man. Dope. I feel like that's gonna work for sure. Yeah, my notable name is I'm. Uh, I'm gonna go with a uh, young boy. Y'all put me on, Kayla Murray, from uh, Ferris State. Okay. With the Tennessee undrafted, okay. yeah, and he got a chip on his shoulder, man. I, mm-hmm. I follow him on IG, and he was kind of pissed off, but he was happy to land in Tennessee and happy to get a chance to be able to be an NFL player. And I think he got a chip on his shoulder. He's gonna come out ready to wreak havoc, man. I'm gonna go with Caleb Murray. I'm gonna throw one more out there. Then you gonna like this one, Mikael. Dejon Warren. Oh, I feel like Nugget being in Chicago in a situation where they need cornerbacks. They definitely need corners. I feel like couldn't be no better place, and I think he said Nugget. Yeah. From Jackson State? Yeah, he yeah. got picked up. He got picked, yeah, he was undrafted. Picked he got picked up, up by the Bears. Bears. Oh, damn. I thought he was in the XFL. He did get drafted. Hey, listen, all those guys who got drafted by the XFL. No, he was USFL. I'm a oh, one USFL, of them. my bad. Uh, a lot of them got hefty undrafted free agent contracts. Yeah. Them priority right. deals, bro. Mal, Mal, uh, hefty. Mal. McGill, you happy y'all got Nugget? You know I mean, Nugget, your man, bro. I like, I like Nugget. Nugget. I like Nugget. I don't think he's gonna make the fifty-three man roster. I think he's gonna be on the practice squad. I'm just being real. I'm just being real. Just being real. Just being real. Just being real. Cornerback ain't the strongest on the bear. No, it ain't. But we addressed it pretty good in a draft. Uh, 
We got Tyreek Stevenson. You got your boy out of uh, Minnesota, uh, Terrell Smith. Yeah. I mean, they, got, they addressed it. And we I'll still, say this. This is what I'm going to say. Probably mean, practice squad still. No, one thought. Listen, everybody going to have to get a, a yeah. eventual call up anyway. And you one shot away from getting your shot. Of, exactly. Of making somebody one else shot away, one injury away. You want everything away. As long as you want as long as you win the picture. You and know I what think saying? the best thing for him is that and when if you watch the Deion Sanders do, uh, mini doc on uh, Amazon Prime, bro, he mentally was getting it together. Mm-hmm. Clearly, physically, he has it. For sure. He's the number one DB coming out of junior Juco, college. Yeah. And he could have went to Georgia, Bama, any other place. Mm-hmm. And he decided to follow Coach, like Coach Prime to, to Jackson State. Yeah. That's saying something. Yeah. So I'm, now I, he mentally got it together. I think it's just the perfect time. I'm so proud of Aubrey Miller, though, man. His work ethic is crazy, though. I bro. like him in Miami, too. And he got a priority deal. I mean, he's getting paid 750000 Sure, I like him in Miami. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If a lot of y'all who don't know what the priority contracts mean, that mean that they definitely seeking the, the contract after they, they're they one of the notable free agents that, that obviously they went undrafted, but they're going to get a sure. guaranteed contract. And please understand, they don't have to give you that money. They don't, but if he does, <laughs> is he, he going to be sitting pretty. He they, gonna give be you, nice. they give you a bit more money when they like you when you're undrafted. But he works so hard, man. Sure. I just think that I just think that Miami going to be a good place for him. Even if it's Arby. on the special teams. Mm-hmm. Even if it's on the special teams, he's going to be all right. We might throw the other one out there. Isaiah Landon landed with the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. I think he's gonna be more of a special team. Oh no, no, no! I'm thinking talking about uh, Bolden, Bolden, but Isaiah Land, hell, he should have been drafted. Yeah, for sure. For sure, I agree with you when you said that he for no. sure should have been but drafted. Who better, learn, who, who better learn from than Michael Parsons? Yeah, no, and, and, that's, and that's D-Law. What, and D-Law. I feel like he got a lot of similar similar to Michael Parsons. Parsons. I feel like it ain't much. Michael could teach him. That's true. I, I, from an athletic standpoint, yeah. I feel like he's like. Uh, Michael Parsons light, but that's how they. That's how they. I get what y'all are saying. Like if you're gonna compare him to anybody, you yeah. got because D Law, big dude. For you know sure. what I mean? He he, an authentic uh, defensive end. Mm-hmm. Michael Parsons is a pass rusher, and Isaiah Land is a pass, pass rusher. rusher for sure. For sure, I get exactly what y'all saying for sure. Now I say this though, that Bolden pickup. One thing we know about Belichick, he don't give a damn where you draft. If you can play, yeah. you can play. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to tell y'all, bro. Me and Ho's been said, bro. The better, the better guys in the league, the Hall of Fame is all them dudes. They come from the back end of the yes, draft, sir. bro. We we said that the other day too. When they I was come watching from that the work, back there, end. Was like, yeah. Man, this is yep. what a, this is when yep. you this is when you really know how to scout. When you read this that four through seven round, that's when you really that's when you, that's a when lot the stars of is made. That half of the league, when we get to that fifty three man roster, the game day roster, and all that, fifty plus percent of the league. Is FCS and under? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's the same thing when you talk about the five star guys. Most of them guys is terrible in college mm-hmm. because they think they're gonna get to where they get to, and it's laid in the shade. The red carpet is rolled out. Yeah, on them visits they roll the red carpet out. The minute you sign your name on that on that dotted line, you a scrub just like everybody else. You gotta work your way up, mm-hmm. and that's a culture shock if somebody been kissing your ass since you was in Pop Warner. You know I, did, I did not expect for him to be the only HBCU player drafted though. When he but ran shout out, the, shout out the ball with the four two. When, yeah, he running when he four ran a four two. Yeah, and you over six feet tall and you over two hundred pounds. I think he gonna get a lot of his money money on the special teams part though. For one thousand percent. Yeah, because I didn't never really notice him be that good of a cover you know coverage player when he, at JSU. Remember he, he switched. Remember he was at he was at Florida State as a corner. He switched to safety at JSU. Oh, did he, they had him at safety at JSU? Safety okay. At JSU. I mean, I mean, well, attributes six three, fucking 
You know what I'm saying? Big corner, man, with speed. Before we move on to basketball, let me ask y'all boys a quick question. What you got? Do y'all think Travis Hunter will be a top receiver in his class? Like top three? Yes. In his class? I think it Top three, that's going to stretch. Well, that's not a stretch because I wouldn't have seen that class yet. He was the best in the nation. Yeah. I don't, I don't in know. In the nation? You know what I'm saying? We ain't seen that class. In the nation at which position, though? As an athlete. He was the number one athlete in the country. Uh, they, that's what they had him labeled as an athlete, not, not, he's not a straight corner? He's an athlete, number one athlete. Uh, okay, I thought he had that, that five-star rating out there as a corner. Um, probably did. I mean, cause I'm pretty sure probably. Athletes. I know he had it at receiver. Yeah, he was a, he was the number one athlete in the country. I, he definitely liked that though. So I ain't He's gonna put, I'm not gonna put no. I ain't gonna put no cap on him. No, I ain't gonna put no cap on. Him. He can definitely be top three. And I tell you cold. this, what I noticed, he looked like he put a little weight on. Yeah. Oh no no yeah. Look he's yeah. looking good. That 165 no. that he came in on. I don't think he no. that no more. He might be be uh, close to 180 now. I'm about to say, bro, look like he about one. He's he, if yeah. he ain't, he's skating. He skated on and he looks. He just looks so more. He looks so comfortable at receiver too, man. It was so natural, bro. He wasn't healthy at, at Jackson State. Yeah, you're right. He was playing hurt. You, you know right. what I'm saying? Now he finally healthy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's I'm a big forward. difference. Shout out them boulders, man. Get it together. I heard y'all attacking this portal. I'm interested to see what he runs when his time comes. What what his forty gonna be? Cause he looked like he do this shit with no effort. So it's gonna be real interesting to see what that forty is. You know what I'm saying? I think Travis Scott might not Travis Scott. That <laughs> boy Christ. said Travis Scott. Straight up. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> <laughs> man, 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 man. What am I talking about? Hell what? Bro, Travis Scott, man. I just let y'all know, man. I missed out on Travis Scott the other day too, man. Hurt my little heart too, bro. Right, let's go to the next. I feel topic. that man. Let's move on, move on, move on. Basketball, man. Hey, as we know, these NBA playoffs are bussing. Lit. I've been extremely locked in to these playoffs. Um, it's been going crazy. It's been it's been bussing, man. Uh, for those who don't know, the first round has wrapped up. We in the second round, so we're gonna give y'all this quick first round recap, and we're gonna get into some. You know, we're gonna get into we're gonna do us after that first round. Surprisingly. Number one Milwaukee Bucks. This is the East. Number one Milwaukee Bucks went down to the number eight Miami Heat, mm-hmm. which means that the Bulls would have put them boys out had yeah, they got in. And I'm sorry. Tomato, tomato, tomato. Man, Miami got them boys 4-1, man. Milwaukee came out there and got one game. They're the number one team in the East, got one game. Miami won that series, man. Uh, the next series, man, we have four versus five. Number four, Cleveland Cavaliers versus Talk number five, it. New York Knicks. Hose, Hose picked the Knicks. He had the Knicks on that one. Uh, Knicks got that one. Gentlemen sweep four games to one. Uh, we had number three versus six, Philadelphia. I was finna say the Philadelphia Eagles. The Philadelphia yeah. 76ers versus the Brooklyn Nets. Sweep city. We Big already sweep. knew what time, time it was with that, man. Philly took that one for, for nothing. And we had two seven. Boston versus the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, Boston ended up taking that series four to two. Slide over to the West. One versus eight. Uh, Denver Nuggets versus Minnesota Timberwolves. Denver took that four one. Built ass for sure. The Phoenix, um, L.A. Clippers. That's four five. Phoenix is four. L.A. Clippers five. Phoenix took that one four one. Uh, gentlemen sweep. Built ass for surely. Um, then we had the three six. Uh, probably the most exciting series. 
of the first round, win mm-hmm. seven games. Uh, number three, Sacramento Kings versus number six, Golden State Warriors. Mm-hmm. Golden State ended up taking that one four three. I try to tell these boys. And then we had uh, number two, Memphis versus number seven, L.A. Lakers, man. Belts. We all called that one. L.A. Two. took that one, 4-2. Uh, hey, R.I.P., you know what I'm saying? Dylan Brooks, Corinne, and, and, and yeah. Memphis. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Hey, I do feel like that was a little dirty of Memphis, but karma is a motherfucker, man. Yeah, man. But like we get he back get a job. job. He get a job. He well, but, but what y'all boys, so that's what I like the Dylan Brooks things, as we all, if y'all don't know, um, <laughs> they decided decided not to bring them back. Playoff not even over. Yeah, right. They, they just got they just got put out a couple days ago. Now they decided not to bring him back. Right. They, 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 they just blame my boy for everything now. Don't get me wrong. He did. He, it did. To he turned he turned all them teams Listen, up. He, did it to he turned himself. all them teams up against him. I just think he is not the only person to blame. But when you talk that loud, when you capping that loud, you gotta take the blame, no? And I just find it hilarious. Karma is a motherfucker, man. That's just I ain't never seen nobody at. left that wide open in my life. Yeah, I mean they were just like, "Are you at the three? Go ahead, bro." Mm-hmm. Brick City, he built a building. I he mean, with us. He, did. he yeah. with us. <laughs> <laughs> so man, what's some things y'all took away from this first round, man? The first round. Um, what are you, what did y'all enjoy? What y'all take away from it? What's y'all recap of this first round? Lit. Lit like it always is exciting. You got your underdog teams coming out excelling. The Heat they doing their thing at the AFC. Who would have thought that they would have beat the Bucks? Not me. They did their thing. Jimmy B he out here balling. Jimmy buckets. He definitely deserves that name after this playoff run. Dog. Uh, did not expect the Knicks to beat the Cavs, but I think my boy Holes picked that, so I'm gonna ride with Holes. He did his thing. Shout out. Um. Philly, they did their thing. I knew that they was going to go on and bring the brooms out. They did the general, the broom, the big broom, not the little straws. They did the big broom, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Embiid for being named MVP today. Facts, facts. You know he deserves it. He deserves it. And um, who was my – who am I missing on the East? The Boston. Boston. Boston, y'all made the series a little bit too much competitive – too competitive for me. I thought you guys was going to do y'all thing a little bit better. I thought that was going to be like a 4-0, but – Shout out to Trey, man. Ice Trey the gang, man. He did his thing. He tried to hold on, but it he wasn't made him enough. Respectable. Yeah, he did. He let he let him know Atlanta's here, but it wasn't enough. Um, with the West, man. Oh man, competitive, man. Uh, let's start with my Lakers. Lakers did their thing. Came in, you know. I think they had that chip on their shoulder, especially with all this crap that Dylan Brooks was talking, man. You know, they came in and did their thing, handled business, gave them, got them up out of there quick. Uh. The Warriors, man. Also, we I did had the Warriors winning. Me and Hoes were talking about this earlier, but I just, man, when they went down 2-0, it was looking scary. You know, Cordell definitely had a lot of faith in them at that point, man. I give them that. But I had the Warriors winning that, man. They did their thing, came in, handled business. Um, who else? Uh, we had uh, Denver versus Minnesota. Knew that that was easy. Easy work. Easy work. Minnesota tried to make it competitive, but, you know, ultimately, man, that wasn't enough. Crazy work. And, um... The Suns Clippers, man. I thought that I thought that series would have been a little bit more competitive. And we're gonna get into uh a segment about that real shortly, you know what I'm saying? Who I thought that could have been a key asset to them, but you know, hey, he wasn't here, man. He wasn't there. So and was able to play. But that's for another segment. But you know, shout out to the Suns for holding it down. I look forward to the second round. Second round gonna be lit. 
I mean, I'm going to keep it light, you know. I'm going to rub y'all face into this New York next thing, you know what I'm saying? Um, Just briefly. You can't do too much because you had Brooklyn. I did, I did. Listen, listen. <laughs> My I'm man said Brooklyn Cordell. Fine. I'm sorry. <laughs> I took, hey, y'all was crazy for picking the Knicks. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, hey, I can't have them all, right? Yeah, you know nah, 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 that's um, good. Shout out to, to Ice Trey, you know, for keeping it close with the, with the Boston series. But they're going to have to blow that team up. I think that time is coming, you know what I'm saying? Sure, love, slowly but surely. Um, with Atlanta, I just feel like it got to be some type of curse or some shit with Atlanta. Like, they always have, like, interesting pieces, and then it never works out when it matters the most. The Bucks. I'm just gonna be interested to see where they go this offseason too. Like it, it's cool, you want some some uh, championship, but at some point, you know, if you're Giannis, do you want to be in the bigger market? You know what I'm saying? Do you want that love? You, you know you, you do. Me? He he so he. And I know y'all think I'm far fetched, but I heard this. I heard him say it out of his mouth. He said that he wouldn't be against coming to Chicago. It's crazy to think. Uh, 90 minutes away Bigger market It's, 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 it's definitely a bigger thing. market For sure yeah, So it's not sweet It's interesting um, I'm gonna jump over To the Western Conference Hey Grizzlies uh, John Morant I think you needed To be worried about The role, the West Sacramento Like we said Tough team Young Thugging They just wasn't ready Yet to, to close out them, them spotlights You know what I'm saying They jumped out They jumped out quick but when they had to go to Golden State, you know, they got that ass waxed. But they made it a tough-ass series, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, having that championship pedigree means a lot. Clippers, like we said, we're going to get into that, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Minnesota's terrible. Next. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got for the first round. That's crazy, man. Everybody keep talking, we're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. <laughs> Let's just address the elephant in the room. <laughs> I really so if, if y'all had if y'all hadn't seen it uh, last week when them boys got put out, the boy Stephen A. Smith went crazy on first take. He called Kawhi Leonard one of the worst superstars ever. He said Kawhi Leonard should be considered one of the worst uh, superstars ever. He said, uh, "You can quote me on this one." I'm gonna read uh, what he said from a little article. Kawhi Leonard should be on the list of one of the worst superstars this game has ever seen. Uh, he said, that's right. I said it because anybody that watches basketball knows I'm obviously not talking about his skills. We know the brother is big time. We know that as a talent, he's a superstar. One who shows up when he plays. I'm talking about in terms of his performance, performs in the postseason, arguably better than he performs in the regular season. But when you talk about a superstar, that is unreliable. I want somebody to point me somebody more flagrant than him. You're low managing him all through the season. He takes every perk imaginable. And all through the season, he takes every perk imaginable. Uh, and they say Leonard played 50, 52 games in the regular season as the Clippers took. Uh, they approached star. Uh, yeah, he only played in the end of the season before that. He was out the whole season with a torn ACL. Uh, let me see if there's anything else he said. He's, he basically said, uh, we know the injuries are legit. Uh, they're not fake. We got that. I never do that to him. I never do that to any player. But when you think about his personality, selling the game, promoting the game, promoting the Clippers, franchise, being available, I don't know about you. I'm genuinely sad for Ty Lue. Every time I look at the Clippers, Ty Lue, and I see his face, and I see him looking sad. 
or just looking or whatever. He's not really saying too much more. But basically, everything he said was uh, he should be Kawhi Leonard should be considered one of the worst superstars ever because he's never available. And even when it seems like he should be available, he's not available. He said he went on to even say things like uh, Kawhi Leonard will see the team doctors and the doctor team doctors will say he's good to go. But then he got his own set of doctors and he go listen to his own set of doctors and his, his set of doctors tell him don't play. Basically, he do what he want to do. He don't. He he he, basically, he disregards what the team doctors say. He brings in his own doctors. He does his own thing. He moves to the beat of his own drum. He don't play when he want to. When he don't want to play, uh, he's not reliable. Things like that. Granted, he's not discredited in the ACL tears and all of that. But what he is saying is that how are you a superstar and you never available? So what I want to ask the fellas is. Was he is he right about Kawhi? Like, because I, I mean, I personally feel like the game that they won is because Kawhi went crazy. So I feel like if Kawhi had been there, it would have been a different series. It would have been a different series, and those boys probably could have took that series had Kawhi been healthy, even without Paul George. Uh, so want to ask the fellas, was Stephen A. Smith right about Kawhi? For once, I gotta say he was. For once, I gotta say he was. Like you said, the the game that Kawhi did participate in, he went crazy. Series definitely would have been better. I felt bad for Russ having to try to put the team on his back. Um, I feel definitely bad for Ty Lue. It's kind of crazy. You got these superstars. Because what's crazy is if, if Paul George was in the same predicament, Paul George would have been out there. That's the that's the thing that bothers me. Like when you when you are able to play in this in this setting, playoff setting, you got to play, bro. You got to play. Let let's just make the comparisons. Uh, De'Aaron Fox. Had a broken left index feeding. He's a lefty. That ball has to be bounced with his left. It has to be sh- rolled off that hand with the left when he's shooting it. And he still was dropping 20, 30-point games, man. And he sat there. And even though they 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 got that boot, that Timberland boot, he still sat in there in the trenches with his team, man, and fought to the very end. And I feel like that's what superstars do. And Kawhi definitely let the city of Los Angeles down with that. And I'm – I'm just I'm I'm disgusted by it, man. It's really it's trash, bro. I was just talking about that with my brother earlier today. Like, I can't believe he did him like that. But yeah, I have to agree with Stephen. I don't agree with him on a lot of things. Like Cordell, I think that he just is very loud, very outspoken on certain things, and just sometimes blatantly doesn't even know what the fuck he's talking about. But you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just gonna be just be real. I just feel like certain sports is just not his specialty. You know what I mean? But he gotta. Yeah, I guess he just has to chime in on it because he's a sports analyst. So, but stay in your lane. Talk about what you know. But this one thing I gotta agree with him on, man. So, I definitely agree. I mean, I'm not even gonna say what. What was the words he used? Most unreliable superstar. The worst superstar. The worst superstar. I'm not gonna say that. But what I will say is this. He escapes a lot of criticism. One of the worst superstars, my bad, right ever. There. But what I will say is this. He escapes a lot of criticism that we give other athletes, other superstars. Like I, And it's taken so long for him to even receive any criticism. We can't act like this is the first time he's ever done this. He's done it every stop that he's had. But I think because he is so quiet – he doesn't talk as much. Like he's not as outward and personable as as most superstars that we see. I think we just let him slide underneath, you know what I'm saying, the rug. But now you realize, like, bruh, he just as selfish as every other superstar. 
know what I'm saying? And I'm not mad at him because ultimately at the end of the day, bro, I don't have a long time to play this game from a life perspective. I'm not finna be here till I'm 60 playing basketball. Like, we're not finna be out here playing noon ball with the rest of the old heads. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm in this thing to make money and build a legacy, which, I mean, he's built a legacy already. You know what I'm saying? But I do feel like it's time we start judging him the same way we judge other athletes. The same way other top, top-tier top athletes have gotten criticism, Kobe was judged, bad teammate. Braun, no clutch factor. Kawhi, he's going to play when he feels like playing. I'm not upset at that. You know what I'm saying? Me personally, I'm not. Is it a little trash? Yeah, but I feel like the NBA has made it that way with the whole load management thing. Now, do we expect that in the playoffs? Nah, we don't. Like, regular season, all right, cool. That is what it is. Shit, Shaq was load management well before we knew what load management was. But we knew come playoffs, Shaq was going to be in the – he was going to sell out the arena. You know what I'm saying? Whether it was young Shaq, skinny Shaq, big Shaq, whatever. You knew Shaq was going to be on that front line. You didn't know what you were going to get. Whether it was Phoenix Shaq, L.A. Shaq, or Cleveland Shaq, you didn't know. But one thing about Kawhi, I feel like if bro wake up and his aura not right, like the energy in his apartment or his house ain't right, hey, I can't play tonight. <laughs> and it's over with, you know what I'm saying? But high risk, high reward. You got to know when you sign somebody like that, that's what you get. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm not upset with him. I just think he leaves a lot to be desired to understand, like, okay, what if – but I think that's just the sign of the times, too. Like, in the NBA, the players run the show. You know? I mean, they make a lot of money for the NBA. They make a lot of money for the owners and the league in general. So I'm not mad at it. You know, I, I one day I hope the NFL players sit down and learn how to get a little bit more power back. You know what I'm saying? I I can't wait for that day to happen. I mean, it's bullshit for the fans, but it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? But this ain't bro first rodeo. Uh, I'm, I'll say this. I'll say this. I'll say this. With Based on the things that Stephen A. Smith brought up with like him not being reliable, him not promoting the team, not promoting himself, not promoting pretty much anything. Think about it. We don't hear from Kawhi. He's super quiet, like Ho said. Uh, we don't hear from him. He does not promote the team. He does not help build the brand. He does play great quality basketball when he's actually playing. Mm-hmm. When he hooping, he one of the best on the floor. Um, but based on everything not being available and things like that, Based on those factors that Stephen A. mentioned, I agree with him. I think that Kawhi, I feel like this. So I, I, I don't. I, what I don't like doing is discrediting. I can't tell somebody else how they feel, right? So if my boy say he hurt, then who am I to say he's not, right? But what I will say is this: if you're actually hurt. You have fans, bro. It's people in the league that love you, bro. You are somebody's. You are a lot of people's favorite player. You are the reason why a lot of people turn on their TVs to watch us uh, uh, L.A. Clippers basketball game. Spend their last dime to spend, buy a ticket. Right. Spend their last dime to buy a ticket 
to come is to come see you. Buy them new balances that you got. They coming to see, they coming to see. They 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 doing that because they rock with you. And I just feel like if you are indeed hurt or something's wrong, I feel like the least you can do is just let the people know what's going on with you. Because and I know he probably feel like, well, I ain't got to let people know nothing. Like it's you know what I mean whatever it is, what it is, it's my career. Yeah, I get that, bro. But it's really not just your career, bro. Like. The NBA is what it is because of the fans. If the fans stop coming to the games, if the fans stop watching it, guess what? Y'all boys ain't going to be making as much bread. You are who you are because of, yeah, you you talented and God blessed you, but the fans pay you, bro. Let's just be real. So I just feel like you owe it to the fans to at least let them know what's going on. Like when he tore, when he was set out, what, that, what was that, that whole last season or – it was like a season and a half. We didn't even know what the fuck was wrong with Kawhi. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't even say it. He just wasn't playing. They wouldn't even say what was wrong. Am I tweaking? But I remember that. They wouldn't even say what was wrong with the man. He, he just wasn't hooping. He was, they just said he was hurt. We didn't know what was going on with him. I just feel like, bro, let the people know so that way people don't question you. You feel me? And then, like, I, like, It's people that pay their money, man, that work hard for their money just like you. And, may, and don't make half as what you have as much as what you make in a game in a year. That spend they hard earned to come check you out. You know what I mean to buy your jersey, to buy your merch. The least you could do is just let the people know what's going on. It could be something going on. He could have maybe tore his ACL again and finished the game, but we don't know because you don't tell that. Your doctors didn't release that information. Nobody knows. Obviously, the team doesn't know because they were saying you can go. So I feel like if, if if that's not the case, then be transparent, bro. If not, you you start to you open the door for people to question you. And if you open that door in today's day age, they're going to do it. And not only that, people going to bash you, bro. They're going to get on you. I don't know if he care or not, but I just feel like you owe it to the game, man. You owe it to the fans. So based on everything Stephen A. said, I, I agree with it. Now, until I know more, then, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with it. I agree with it. He's not available. And, you know, he's not really the – he don't promote the team like that. He don't really do too much of nothing. So, it is what it is, man. But let's move on. Because, um, obviously, they're not in the second round because he wasn't available. So, we're going to get into the second round matchups, man. We got um, the number eight seed, Miami, versus the number five, New York. Uh, Miami's currently up in that series. Uh no 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 yeah didn't they just they just won right no they lost it's they split. lost okay it's one one they split this is tied up the game ended just a little while ago uh they split it's tied one one um we got the uh, Philadelphia seventy sixes game uh Phillies Phillies in uh, Boston that's three versus two Phillies up in that one zero they did that one without my boy Embiid mm-hmm. um. Then we got the uh, one versus four, Denver Phoenix. Very interesting series, in my opinion. I didn't think it would go this way, but I'm not surprised. I don't believe. I don't know. We'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, Denver's up two no, two zero over Phoenix, and then we got this uh, L. A. Lakers, the seven versus six, L. A. Lakers versus Golden State. Uh, they're, they're they're playing right now. L. A. is up ten right now. Well, uh, twelve right now. In the fourth, about six minutes left. Uh, so we'll see what, you know, happens uh, at the end of this game. Um, but, man, just so those are the matchups. Now I want to throw before I 
release this to the fellas. I want to throw. We did. If y'all watched the game yesterday, the Phoenix game last night, y'all seen Chris Paul left the game with uh, I forgot exactly why he left. He said it was some tightness somewhere, uh, growing or something like that. Um, and then obviously we know Joel Embiid did not play game one against Boston, but um, the, our MVP, shout out Joel Embiid, our For MVP, sure. it was announced earlier today. Joel Embiid did not play game one, but uh, Harden came out, did his thing, man, and them boys still got the win over Boston. So uh, with that being said, I want to throw it out to the fellas, man, with these round two matchups. We're going to give our predictions at the end for round two. But with these round two matchups, what are y'all expecting? Um, what are some things that may have caught y'all eye already? Because, you know, some series are already two games in. What's some things that caught y'all eye? What are y'all expecting? Do y'all think this round will be better than the first round? Because the first round was definitely lit. So uh, what's good, fellas? I definitely think it's going to be it's, it's going to be a lituation anywhere it go. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Shout out my boy Fab, Lituation. It's going to be a situation, a lituation, man. You got – it's always going to get better to me as the rounds progress. It's just, you know, as the teams get less and less and less and we get closer to that big game, that big series, the NBA championships, you know, NBA finals. It's it just – that's just how – the competitive nature is just going to expand. It's going to get bigger. It's just going to get better. And to answer – the question as far as who stuff people who are you know excitement what would you say something along the lines of like who unexpected things that happened like as far as what'd you say like i forgot what you said but it was along the lines of if we gonna answer it to answer your question as far as unexpected i did not think denver would be up 2-0 right now but i'm gonna i'm gonna shock you and i'm still think the sun's gonna win that but we're gonna do the predictions later but the uh denver series is shocking me uh, LA is doing exactly what I thought they was going to do even though they're, the game is not over with they're still winning I think that that this series is going to be very competitive I think you know what I'm saying actually it's going to be my favorite series I'm going to list that number one I definitely, a lot of history though yeah it's definitely a lot of history um, man it's just exciting you know any given day it can go either way but um, who else we got we got Philly I think Philly's doing their thing man I think this is one of their I think Philly uh, Excuse the Apple Watch Sorry uh, I think Philly is going to answer A lot of questions Then they're going to get out of this round Man but they doing their thing Right now Boston You know yeah Y'all better step it up Because this was out NB They won So uh, And what was the other one in the East The Knicks and the Heat Oh mm-hmm. my That's going to be a fun one That's going to be a fun one man Just excitement man Go either way Jimmy get back on the court man Your team needs you you know what I'm saying? For but we'll sure. give our predictions in a minute, man. But that's pretty much it, man. It's going to be lit. Um, I'm the same. I mean, me personally, I'm not surprised about Denver. I think we kind of all talked about Denver a couple weeks ago. I like Denver, man. I feel like they healthy. Murray back. And they just got a lot of, like, uh, good movable pieces. Like how we talked about uh, positionless football. Basketball been trending in that direction. So, And I feel like Denver got a lot of movable pieces. Um, and honestly, let's just be real. You got a lot of one B's in Phoenix. I don't think nobody's a one A. Like if you leave them by themselves, they're not a one A type of person. Um, best series, like y'all just said, that Golden State L A. A lot of history. You know, Bron and and Golden State got a lot of history, so you know this can go one way or the other. Jimmy definitely get healthy because I feel like. Jimmy been on a tough, man. 
Like my boy been prepared. Like he been battle tested. So I, I I hate to see him out. You know, but I love Brunson. You know what I'm saying? They got they pulled out one today. So I want to see them both at their best. And like I always say in sports, when the blue bloods are relevant, it makes sports so much better. So for, to see big games in the garden in the playoffs, that's major, man, for basketball in general. Um, I'll say for Boston, what's the shelf life on this their young thing? How how long we how how long we gonna leave this whole well? Oh, Tatum and Brown, they just young. No, them vets now, they never they come with it. They figured it out yet. I mean, because eventually, if not this offseason, by next trade deadline, somebody going. Because you got to start winning something that matters. You got to make it to the Eastern Conference Final. I mean, you made it there before, actually, but you probably got to get to the finals at this point, man. Who, Boston? Yeah. So, it was just in the finals. You know what I'm saying? But again, though. Oh, yeah. Because now you vets. You got to get there. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, I don't know, man. They just don't be feeling like the synergy's not there for me. I feel you. Fully, you know what I'm saying? But they are running into a Philly that's hot right now. And, uh, yeah, James Harden went nuts the other day. So, I don't know. I'm interested, man. Yeah, I, I like the uh, – my, my my favorite series, obviously, for this round. It's, this is going to be just like everybody else, man. This Golden State, L.A., uh, we gonna get like we said. We're gonna get y'all the predictions after this, but uh, this is definitely my favorite series. I'm pretty sure this is the world's favorite series right now, um, because of the history, because of you know LeBron, Curry, and all of them, man. And then the Lakers are, are hooping at they they at their best right now, man. They 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 doing their thing right now, bro. So you know they rolling ever since the trade deadline they made them trades man they've been playing they they got a team now they can do everything they can match up with everybody ad going stupid in the paint blocking shots going crazy doing what he do being the best player on that team being what they need obviously Bron is the best in the world but ad being what ad need to be um the uh miami and new york Series. I'll say this. I've been. I'm, I'm highly impressed with both of those teams for the simple fact that I didn't think either one of those teams stood a chance in the first round. Uh, Miami, for sure. I thought that they would get swept by Milwaukee in terms, of, even with injury to Giannis. But Giannis came back. Wasn't enough. Um, they got those boys out of the four-one. That's convincing. Like four-one. Four-one is different. That's saying something. Uh, New York came out. Doing what they do, uh, did they thing with um with uh Cleveland got them out the way four one. That's convincing, you know what I mean. So like I said, that those are two teams that I didn't have making it out that round. So uh, yeah, man, that's decent. And then the Philly Boston, I'm with hoes. I, I never really bought. I'm gonna be honest, I never really bought into Boston. I never really bought into the Boston thing. I think that they're a great regular season team. Um. I'm not really too much of a believer in what they're doing in the playoffs, or at least deep in the playoffs. I feel like uh, experience always uh, outweighs them. Experience always gets those boys. So that just is what that just that just is what it is with them. The Denver series, I'm actually shocked that that Phoenix is down two nothing to the Nuggets. I like uh, I like the matchups on in this series. I don't think that uh, Aiden can do anything with the Joker. 
Um, Terrible. Chris Paul going out with an injury, man. Typical Chris Paul. I hope he can play. If not, I should. It's just gonna piss me off. Um, I don't think that two two obviously, like I said, will go to state two zero. You can come back from that. You're expected to lose the first two on the road. That's the whole thing of having home court advantage. So I ain't really tripping on that. Um, I think that they still got a, a solid chance to win this series, a great chance to, to win this series, and um, you know, whatever the case may be. So, we'll see what happens. But man, without any further ado, let's get into our predictions because it was hard to tiptoe around that. No, 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 no. I got one more thing. It definitely was before, hard. It's hard to tiptoe around it without giving you predictions, but I got one more thing before we get into the predictions. Um, Man. Y'all know how we do it over here, highly underrated sports. We give it up to all sports, man. We give it up to everything that we like, man. Don't forget this weekend. Y'all know it's Cinco de Mayo weekend. The boy Canelo Alvarez is fighting. Oh, my God. The boy Canelo is fighting this weekend versus Ryder. And they fighting in Canelo's hometown in Mexico versus John Ryder this Saturday, May 6th. Make sure y'all tune in. It's going to be big. You know, Mexico going to come show out, especially Cinco de Mayo. They always showing uh, Canelo love. It's going to be lit, bro. It's a parade up in my city, yeah. <laughs> Facts, man. Facts. So make sure y'all check that out, man. Canelo Alvarez back in his hometown. It's the first time he had a fight in his hometown in Mexico, man. Sure. So this might this going it's going to get real, man. I know the I know the fans is going to be it's going to be off the chain, man. The atmosphere is going to be ridiculous. You can get I'm guaranteed you guaranteed that, man. The atmosphere is going to be ridiculous. So, uh, man, now without any further ado, let's get into these predictions, man. Let's get into these second round NBA predictions, man. I'm going to go ahead like we do. I'm going to go ahead and kick it off. Start with the fellas, man. Y'all pick between y'all two. Whoever want to go first, I'm going to go ahead and do the honors and go last because my picks are always the best anyway. I'm going to keep it short and simple. Lakers. We're gonna do. We're gonna go by series. We're gonna go by series. Let uh, me name off the series. All right, we're gonna do. We're gonna do. We're gonna do one eight. We're gonna do the the Milwaukee. I mean Milwaukee. We're gonna do the Miami New York series. Who you got coming out of that one, Miguel? With an injury, Miami New York one one. With an injury, and I think that ankle ain't gonna be fully healthy by the end. You talking to the mic the right way, sir? I don't think that that ankle is gonna be fully healthy by the end of this series. The during the duration of this series, I'm gonna go with the Knicks. You going Knicks? Knicks. Okay, okay, hold. Hold oh, and brought this motherfucker over to the dark side. Um, um I'm gonna go Knicks in seven. Mm, I like it though. Seven. I'm gonna go. Uh, the ankle ain't right, Cordell. I don't care, bro. If you take, they took out the number one seed as the number eight. You have to go through the play in to get in, and they beat Giannis. So I'm gonna go with uh, Miami, just off the strength of do I think New York's a better team? I do, um, but do I think that uh, Miami's playing better basketball right now? I do. It's not easy to put out the number one seed, and let alone be, that being the Miami, I mean the Milwaukee Bucks. So yeah, I'm gonna rock with Miami on that one, man. Uh, next series, we got number three, Philly, versus number two, Boston. I'm go- Philly's up 1-0 right now without Embiid. I'm going to go Philly. I'm going to go Philly, man. I think that they – I don't know if they're going to win it. I don't know if this is their year yet, but I think that they're definitely going to get out of the second round. I'm going Philly. Holes, who you got? Same. I mean, same thing I just said, man. I just – it's something about Boston that I feel like, one, Atlanta shouldn't have squeaked two out. 
And I feel like that was a real telling down the stretch that they couldn't put their foot on Atlanta's neck. So I don't know if they really got that killer instinct. And at the end of the day, regardless of how much we might talk shit about Harden, like in the media and all that, he a killer. When he on, Harden one of them ones. He locked in though. He's, did you did you see how he treated the team? In. They were super excited. He said, Man, y'all shut the fuck up. It's he's only one game. In. I think he knows like he's done a lot statistically in his career. But I think he got that that, that taste for blood right now. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm gonna go Philly. I'm going Philly as well, man. I think it's Philly time. I think they done had so many um playoff runs without Embiid with him getting hurt late in the season early in the playoffs, things like that. I feel like this injury that he has now, I, I don't think it's serious. I think they're just taking extra precaution to make sure that he's good to go on a championship run. And then I think with, with, with Harden, and I think Harden, if y'all notice, when Embiid is not there, Harden goes back to being old Harden. He don't got to do that. He he being a real point guard when, when, when Embiid is in and they running, the, he's running the offense. He's, been, he's playing like a real point guard. But when he got to be the same old Harden, he he Harden, he still Harden, he still James Harden. So I feel like that's that's a lot Maxie, for Maxi was balling other night. Maxi goes stupid. Maxi goes crazy. Uh, I like man, I like uh, I like all those boys over there, man. Uh, over there in, uh, in in Philly, Philly got a good team. I like a lot of them boys. I like Tobias Harris. Uh, Shake Milton, I like all of them boys over there, man. They get to it, and I and I also feel like without just the same same thing that happened with Sacramento when Draymond didn't play. When you take out that one piece that people been game planning for, now it's like what the fuck we supposed to? What do we do now? We created this whole game plan for Embiid, Embiid not here. Now you got to deal with the rest of these boys. You feel me? You don't know what they going to do. Now you get to see what the rest of these boys finna do. You feel me? So I'm going Philly with that one, man. I'm going to rock I'm gonna rock Philly with that. I think it's going to be a good series, though. But I think Embiid will show up. Uh, if not game two, game three for sure. Um, Let's move over to the West. The next series, we got the uh, Denver Nuggets, number one seed versus number four seed. Um, the Phoenix Suns, uh, Denver's up. Two nothing right now. Going Phoenix. I'm going Phoenix. I don't think it's over with for him. I kind of got that Cordell mentality with the Golden State man. Even though you down two two zero, I think when they uh, go back home, they're going back home. I'm assuming these next two, right? Yeah, yup. Yeah. They back home. I think that when they get that Arizona vibe, that Phoenix vibe, that fan base, some in the oh, air, some in the air, some in the air, <laughs> and hopefully whatever Chris Paul is going through. Hopefully he can bounce back, but I even I think even with him out, I think they can still they can still get through this, man. I'm going Phoenix. Mm. Who you going? Denver in six. Damn in six. Denver yeah, that's six. tough, B. Ooh. I ain't saying nothing. No, I listen. I mean, they ain't showing you nothing less. Denver I mean, they up two zero, so I ain't mad at them. I'm just going, you know. From a pieces standpoint, they got some pieces, bro, and they haven't let up yet. You know what I'm saying? You got MVP candidate with a bunch of quality pieces around him. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like any night somebody can be like the the conductor of the train, bro, for Denver. And I feel like that's dope. And like I said, I feel like it's a lot of 1Bs in Phoenix. Ain't no lot. It's two 1Bs in Phoenix. Now, don't get me wrong. From a scoring standpoint, I feel like Durant will go down as – Top three score ever, just because I mean seven feet handle, tray ball the whole nine. But where your heart at? 
where your shit at when you got to step up and be the man. You know what I'm saying? We've seen him corrupt. No pun intended. But that's just my thing. And, you know, Devin Booker, although I love your car collection, it's absolutely amazing. My father would have loved it. But uh, you're a 1B, too. Mm. I think that I, I like – so I'll say this. I want Phoenix to win the series. But if I'm picking – I'm picking Denver, and I'm picking them for this reason. I do. I think Phoenix can win this series. Of course, they I do. Can. I think Phoenix has all of the tools to win it. But for the simple fact that Chris Paul's health question mark. But I think the thing that this series comes down to is depth, mm-hmm. and I think Denver has that. Phoenix obviously does not have depth. They traded a lot of pieces to get KD. Um, but I still think if that if that starting five can get right, which I believe they will in Phoenix, I think they'll get both of those games in Phoenix. Um, it'll make to be a great series. Like I said, I want Phoenix to win. I don't think that Aiden can do anything with the Joker, and I think that that Nothing. that's gonna be crazy. But I just think it's gonna be it's depth, man. What that? What are your what's your bench gonna do? If your bench ain't doing nothing, then you ain't doing nothing. So, I think it'll come down to that for the Phoenix series. So, I'm going to go with Denver winning that one in seven. Aiden be looking shook. Yeah. And I, I like DeAndre Aiden, but I just he just can't. He can't. Ain't too, and I think the only person who can mess with the Joker is AD. AD the only one who give him fits for real. So, that's just my opinion. The last series, we got the uh, number seven Los Angeles Lakers versus number six Golden State Warriors. And as of now, L.A. is up one game. None. They just took that one, man. My boy A.D. had 30 and 23. 23, B? 23 boards, man. Oh, my goodness. He went 11 and 19 from the field going crazy. A.D. been the best player this whole playoffs, man. Whole back half of the season, A.D. has been the best player in the NBA, man. My time stand up. What you you got with this one, Miguel? (laughs) On Lakers, man. Lakers. Lakers all day. What you got, hoes? This is a tough one. It's really a tough one, man. Like, <sighs> Golden State in seven. Ooh. I'm going Lakers. Um, I'm going Lakers for sure. And I say that because Golden State just fucked themselves tonight. Agreed. Uh, we all know, well, at least what I tried to tell these boys last, last whatever, a couple weeks ago, Golden State wins at home. They are who they, they are who they, who they've been proving they are all year, right? They like they're terrible on the road. They suck on the road. They don't win on the road. You just lost one at home. L.A. came in there and stole the game at home. Golden State could come out and beat the shit out of them in game two. It really does not matter because L.A. stole one in Golden State, right? Now, I think L.A. will get game two as well. But when you go back to L.A., I don't think Golden State will get any of those games in L.A. So, and that that will be the determining factor. because the a Lakers, sweep? <clears throat> no, I don't think it'll be a sweep. Um, they'll probably win game two. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm rolling with the Lakers. I don't think they're going to lose game two. Uh, but they probably will. You know, game two, they probably beat the brakes off the Lakers in game two because the Lakers did their job. They stole one in Golden State. They took, they've now taken home court advantage. So now we got one. Now we're going back to LA. Whether it's 1 1 or not, we're going to get both of these in LA. Now it's 3 1. 
Now your back against the wall, just like we did Memphis. Your back is against the wall now. Now you gotta win. We only going back to go to state for one day. We going right back to L.A. Yeah, deck stacked against you. You know what I'm saying? So Golden State gonna have to play some great road ball, and it ain't gonna it ain't gonna be e- as easy as it was with Sacramento, and that wasn't easy for them. Yeah. AD on a whole new level. LeBron going crazy. Well, he ain't gonna say a new level. He's healthy. All of them boys healthy, and they got pieces around them. They don't gotta do every single thing. So I got L.A. winning this one convincingly. I'm not gonna say in one game, but I don't think it's going seven. I think L.A. gonna take them boys out. Uh, it might only go. It might only go six, man. It might be four two up in this thing, something like that, man. I mean, um, five, something like that. I don't know, but I got L.A. doing their thing, man, in this series, man, for sure. So, man, uh, we wrapped up the predictions. Obviously, that mean we wrapping up the show, man. Y'all boys got any closing remarks? Man, like, comment, subscribe, man. I lost a friend today, man, one of my high school friends, man. Uh, R.I.P. Josh Johnson, man. I want to shout you out, man. For sure. My condolences, man. Yeah, God rest his soul, man. He passed away of cancer. Mm-hmm. Unknown what type of cancer, man, but he passed away, man. He left behind a wife. Um, You know, God rest his soul, man. Prayers out for you and your family, man. But like, comment, subscribe. Continue to keep tuning in. We love y'all, man. Shit, I'm gonna leave it right there, man. Like that, that cancer shit hit home. So I definitely lost a lot of family members to it. So, like, comment, subscribe, share, and RIP to that, you know what I'm saying to his family for sure. Yes, sir. RIP to Bro's family. Um, man, I send my condolences, deepest prayers, and thoughts to y'all. Um, I just want to say, man, like, comment, share, subscribe. Gym dreams are real. Keep chasing them. Do not give up on them. If y'all ain't seen nothing. To- uh, if y'all ain't learned nothing from this NFL draft, man, all these unsigned free agent dudes from lower divisions, D3, D2, NAIA, getting deals and all of that, man, that's because of the hard work they put in, man. And talent does not go unnoticed, bro, because talent has no division. As long as you work, you stay consistent, you can achieve anything out here, man. So, man, tell a friend, tell a friend. Without any further ado, man, y'all tune in to another highly underrated sports podcast. And please don't let it be the last. We out.